everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Ghostbusters! The, not uh, just the regular ones, the really real Ghostbusters in Terrorvision! Part 5! Today is January, February 25th, 2023, and you are loved. And that is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, or you can go towards where anywhere audio casts are being made available for free. You can find us there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we'd answer questions not only from each other but also from the community so if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk you can again go to our patreon patreon.com slash indoor adventures but that's just to hear the answers to your questions where do you post them the twitch chat to the side obviously a great place but it can move pretty fast sometimes so the easiest way that you have is to actually join us on our discord the link can be found in the twitch chat to the side or in the description of this video or audio cast down below feel free to join us on there post a nights for nights in the courtyard and we will do our best to respond to those questions but Let's say you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this fantastic show even more? Guess what, Acorns? I got your back. Quite literally, in fact, because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com, we got t-shirts, we got posters, we got mugs, we got crop tops, throw pillows, shower curtains, aprons, clocks, and right now we also do have face masks with the symbol of Tiamat upon them, designed by our very own Cyberwolf1201, where all of the proceeds of all of our merch is currently going to help support Doctors Without Borders because I don't know if you've looked outside the last couple years. It's a little weird. Uh, Doctors Without Borders. It's a great cause. Uh, but that is it for my opening spiel. So, hey, Ted, who you playing today? Oh, well, uh, on a big stretch of the imagination, my name is Ted, and I will be playing Ted, uh, and we both use he, him pronouns. All right, and that oh, I'm just now looking at the list in chat. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Sarah You know, um, I am playing Natalie Collins tonight, as per usual, and both of us use she/they pronouns. I am M. I use any pronouns, and today I'll be playing Mallory, who's been gone for a second, and she uses she/her pronouns. And I am the indoor adventurer, he, him. And tonight, I shall be playing as uh, Maurice Williams. Uh, we both go by the he, him pronouns. Muted. Uh, and I'm muted. <laughs> I'm Lex, and I'm playing the Ghostmaster. Woo! The person who controls everything in this RPG. The RPG that we're playing is the Ghostbusters movie tie-in RPG released in 1986 by West End Games. Uses a simple D6 system. If you're new here, I encourage you to Google it. It's kind of fun. And if you're not new here, you would know that there's a way for audience members to participate in the game that we're doing this evening for the low price of just 1,000 channel points. Uh, you can give a brownie point to our characters. Brownie points are how they increase roles, level up, and also is kind of their health. It's really a catch-all pool of resources. So uh, feel free to give if you'd like to. The generosity of our viewers has allowed our characters to level up, I think, just recently. So that was yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, oh, yeah, and we got a brownie point. 
a brownie Ooh. point. Just when you use brownie that... points, let us know who it's for in the side <laughs> chat. Yes, otherwise, who who could it? It's, I'll take it. I mean, you know, but, Ghostmaster uh, brownie points. No. Uh oh. Oh, we yeah. all got five already. Damn. Wow. So, like oh, I said, my. we'll be leveling up, leveling up soon enough. Uh, but, gosh, yeah, this is the really real Ghostbusters. Have you ever seen a Joe Dante movie? Yeah, this game is like that. But. Uh, what happened last time on the really real Ghostbusters part five, four, four, four last time we're on episode five, everyone. <laughs> yeah. What did happen last time? I don't remember. It was too long ago. Someone please remind me. Well, I mean, having wrapped up the case at the Natural History Museum, mm. uh, we were on our way driving through horrible traffic in our Winnebago when we noticed that people were running and screaming from a nearby subway station um, to see this giant boombox that had animated and gotten little like cartoon hands and was terrorizing <laughs> the the streets based on whatever track it was playing um having defeated that we went down into the subway station and fought a bunch of little bubble letters and little eyeballs and like all kinds of like weird little ghost things before finding uh the the cat bus the cat train um that uh natalie got ghost zapped by so that was a that was a fun thing Yeah. Uh, then we went back to uh, our headquarters uh, and in Maurice's infinite wisdom, decided to take the device that we extracted from the cat train, which was very clearly the thing that made it a cat train. Turned it and from decide- a normal train into a cat train. <laughs> yeah. So again, think of cat bus, but a train. Uh, and then decided to put it into an old Galaga Galaga or Gradius? It was, it was Galaga. Galaga. Yeah. Galaga machine. <laughs> to trap it, I guess? I don't, I think that was the logic. Uh, but then it started animating, and the, the little spaceships from Galaga started to push themselves out of the screen. Uh, one of them is now kept in a raccoon trap in the basement of the Coin King. Yeah, um, we just left oh. it there. Uh, and uh, then we were uh, met by uh, Mr. Belvedere from... I believe was he from the Nakatomi Corporation or from uh, the parent company Omnicorp. 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 Uh, yes. But I mean, really, Mr. Belvedere is from the 1986 to 1989 sitcom, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I thought that was that was too much on the nose. I wasn't going to go there, oh, but sure. either way, uh, fair enough. So uh, basically, it's like I will give you a lot of money if you come deal with my missing person case. Called us, we didn't answer left a letter and then showed up at our place of business. And it's like, no, we can leave right now to go do that. Uh, and we talked him into a $20,000 a day retainer with a yeah. $100,000 bonus on completion of this job. Um, So that was great. Uh, and then now we're leaving to go do that all while still having to deal with the potential half ghost uh ally here in that oh we found out that what happened to natalie seems to be a thing that 
cults would use to like basically work the opposite of a proton pack to instill power into like a medium who would use the, that instilled power to summon spirits in like a cultist way. And this seems to be a more modernized version of that using technology, which is what the cat bus thing was, but somehow also now has in, in inflicted them. So we'll see what happens from that as well. Good times. Oh gosh. I'm glad you recapped it. Cause did I, as you were saying that, I'm like, Oh yeah, that happened. That also happened. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We did a lot. Ooh, goodness. Uh, what an episode that was. You all uh, picked out some equipment and piled into the Winnebago. Don't wait. Did somebody go in the limo? We went, did Maurice go in the limo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maurice definitely went in the limo. Are you kidding? S- somebody had to go in the limo. You know, I mean, what if what if this ends up being like they're leading us into a trap? You know, you got to have somebody on the mm-hmm, inside. Mm-hmm. It's true. Lynn Belvedere Esquire uh, is heading there in the limo with you or oh no i have a better idea maurice is in the limo because there's a limo driver you know they know where to go but maurice is going to get into the winnebago because he needs to direct you folks this is a time before gps so what are you gonna do oh that's true yeah uh oh and oh and thank you chat we almost forgot about maurice winning mtv spring break by like staying on the phone in the car phone and not helping us fight the ghosts initially <laughs> to win us all a trip to MTV Spring Break in in Miami, Florida. Yeah, yeah. We deserve a vacation. Totally. Mm-hmm. In yeah, I think it's in March. It's the end of March. Um, Starship and Mister Mister will be playing. Yep. Uh, yep. Incredible. The hot. Yes. They got the hottest singles this year. Come on. Um, um. So. <laughs> Uh, you're all pil- piling into the vehicles. I think the limo probably pulls away. Uh, the The limo driver uh, is just like, "Oh, hey, buddy. Uh, there's some uh, there's some drinks in the in the side cooler over there. If you want to help yourself, and uh, let me know if you need anything else." And then he like he has one of those little uh, like little barrier window things in between the driver's sec cabin and the the main cabin. <laughs> You just press that button over there and you'll uh and I'll and I'll uh I'll I'll roll down the window. You can tell me whatever you want. Oh, Maurice is having a great time. Yeah, there's coarse light in there. Come on. <laughs> That's a working man's dream. That's <laughs> true. Um, the uh there should be a beer in this. This is a kid show. But uh, meanwhile... It was a kid show in the 80s. They could still show smoking on TV. It's fine. Oh, that's, yeah, true. that's true. Wow. Uh, there's... Um, at the same time, everyone's, everyone else, or most of the uh, other characters, are piling into the Winnebago. And uh, Mr. Belvedere comes up. And he's like, Ah, so I see this is your mode of transportation. Yep. Wow. Oh, yeah. And he sort of like looks it over. He's like, oh, hmm. how uh, utilitarian. And uh, he, uh, and he goes to get in. Do, does he get to sit up front or does somebody else take the, the passenger side seat? Who's driving? That's a better question. Mm. That, that's a very good question. Well, it's either going to be you or I. So who's driving? I was like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine to drive. All right, then I'll stay in the back. 
in case we have to run jump out of the car again to deal with another ghost in the middle of traffic um did you want us uh just real quick point of uh logistics lex did you want us to what did you want us to do with the stuff we're throwing in the winnebago did you want us to pull that out or just note it somewhere do you care oh in terms of the roll 20 you can yeah you can pull it out of the deck and just put it down on the on the play surface i think that's how we did it last time we did but that's what led to but i figured it out i think i listen i figured out roll 20 some of it (laughs) i can do it again gosh dang it the uh so yeah i would just do that okay and um yeah so as i recall the passenger side seat in the winnebago is like uh it's It's like on a swivel yeah yeah it's a huge chair and it's like on a 360 degree swivel for some reason so he just sits in it and it kind of is like oh i i see well hmm. (laughs) wow isn't that interesting what a motor vehicle you folks have uh so I would just pull on to uh, Fifth over here, and uh, I can direct you to the building. It's uh, uh, easy to spot. It's one of the largest on the skyline currently. All right. Hand over hand. <laughs> the vehicles pull away from Coin King, the arcade. Uh And it's just one of those things where the camera stays on the arcade, on the front of the arcade after the vehicles pull away and there's like silence for about 30 seconds and then a cab pulls up and <laughs> oh stepping out of it smoking a cigarette is Mallory <sighs> glad I finally got here that was quite an ordeal can't wait to tell everybody about it If you uh, if you go up to the front door, it's locked. Do, do I have a key? I don't remember. You do have a key, yes. We established this last time you showed up and everyone was gone. <laughs> this is going to be a running gag. I'm pretty sure that's why Mallory has a key, if anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't seem to be here. They've taken my Winnebago. Hope they're driving it well. Um, what am I doing here? And uh, am I trying to figure out where they went? They probably left a note. Um, it's the eighties. <laughs> it's the only way to do it, you know. Yeah, like, leaving a note. Yeah. If, uh, they had given like a business card or something. Well, like kind of left that with it too. Oh sure, yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> so so that that'll be there. Actually, I'm going to do the same thing I did last time, but I'll do it to Ted instead mm. of. Uh, Instead of heck this time, uh, Mallory picks up the note on the counter with the business card pinned to it. Ted, would you please read the note verbatim? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, the note says, Mallory, I hope things worked out okay with your oven, I guess. Uh, this guy's got a really fat paycheck, and then I will write in like all caps. 20k a day retainer 100k bonus upon completion so we left immediately do not open the raccoon trap in the basement (laughs) see you there ted (laughs) (laughs) we have a basement oh there's definitely a basement that's where they got it that's where all the um 
all the broken arcade machines and all the extra oh, yeah. like parts are kept, right? Mallory had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. as as if on cue, after you read that, it's one of those things where you like look over towards the basement door, which is like ajar slightly, and down the basement you're Russell, Russell, Russell. Like the like something's something's um rustling around in a cage. You can just hear it muted from upstairs. How how seriously? Like how serious does this message seem? Like really don't open the raccoon trap, or like probably don't. I mean, you can like, see in it. It's like a wired mesh. Well, yeah, well, she's can... not down there yet, oh, okay. right? She's still, she's still upstairs. Yeah, okay, uh, I'll go check I'm, it out. I was gonna say, yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like it, it's obviously, I'd say, written in a rush because we're like leaving immediately. Yeah. Um. Then I think to myself, in the Winnebago, I probably shouldn't have mentioned the raccoon trap in the basement. <laughs> That'll no, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Cuts back to the arcade. Yeah, cuts back to the basement door opening slowly. (laughs) (laughs) Mallory being like, we have a basement and stepping downstairs. Wow. Did you look at that? Um, (laughs) You turn the lights on in the basement. I mean, I assume you turn the lights on in the basement. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, the fluorescents like flicker on down there. And you see that there is, there's been a bunch of, so there looks like there is a bunch of junk down there, but a lot of the stuff by the far wall has been cleared away. And there's an arcade cabinet that's sitting there. Everything else is cleared away from it. But the arcade cabinet is unplugged and the cord is just sitting next to it. Uh, and then on the um, oh, and it's a Galaga arcade cabinet. And uh, then on the as you're sort of walking down, you hear that rustling again. You look over and there's the raccoon trap and there's this weird like geometric creature <laughs> it looks like uh like pixels that have come to life uh and it's trapped inside this thing and it's just like banging around on the sides of it trying to get out well i wonder why they called it a raccoon trap when this is clearly not a raccoon i'll just i'll just leave that there it's probably <laughs> fine Okay, so I am interested in making a bunch of money. To, uh, do I need to do anything at the arcade before I rejoin everybody? Oh, not at all. You can grab some equipment, but I think that uh, you don't need to do anything else there if you don't want. Sure. I will grab equipment. Sure. Um, oh, as you're going over to grab equipment, which is probably in a room off to the side upstairs, there's... um the what was it called the aura visualizer is that what that mm. equipment is called yeah uh that is uh it's not turned on but it looks like it was just used and there's like what is that freaking printer readout the like really lo- low grade like printer sheet. readout yeah dot something matrix. like that Ma- yeah like a dot matrix printer right uh there's like a right. dot matrix thing that's like connected to it and it's just like has printed out this this stuff that uh, looks very worrying. It's I mean, you can tell as someone who is a professional Ghostbuster, you have read this stuff before and you see it. and You're like, wow, these readings are 
very supernatural and very strange. That's odd. Wonder where these came from. Huh. Like, do I think it printed itself out or like someone printed it and left it? Ooh, maybe it's printed itself out. You never know in this line of work, but it, It's true. it's probably that someone printed it and left it. Okay, okay. Not too, too worrisome then. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, grab whatever equipment you want to get. Sure. And um, I don't remember how to do this, but I have 38 brownie points, and I wish to use them to do a thing to my stats. <laughs> Ah, a thing. Uh in or so to level up, uh, a character can use thirty of their brownie points and increase one of their traits by one point. If you're in uh, Roll20, go over to your character I am. sheet, and you should be able to just... Yeah, you should just be able to tick up one of your traits after you lower your brownie points by the appropriate amount. Cool. I'm sure having only eight brownie points will not be a problem at all whatsoever. So I'm You'll going be to fine. do that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I'll put a point into moves. moves uh you you've got the moves you've got the equipment you're heading out the door uh you want to grab a cab you want to take the subway you're pretty sure you know where this building is you've seen it before I don't know what's the fast what's the most efficient way hmm let's see it is Remind me. So it's New Year's Day, um, but it's probably like five o'clock in the afternoon. It's dark because it's ugh, Northern Hemisphere at five o'clock in the afternoon in January. gross Ugh, horrible so cold. Uh, so cold. So dark. The yeah. Um, you know, because it's a New Year's Day and things are a little quieter, especially after last night, it probably wouldn't be too difficult to do a cab if you want to do a cab again. Okay, yeah, let's cab. Okay, you uh, you hail another cab, uh, you get on in, uh, and that cab pulls away. We cut back to the limousine holding Maurice. Only Maurice. It's just this gigantic limousine interior. It's just Maurice stretching out in there. Oh, it is, like, as a kid, when you look out the window and you imagine, like, a thing running at the speed of the car, so that way you can entertain your brain. Maurice, this is probably, like, one of the few times he's ever been in a limo. First time he's been in a limo since coming to New York. He's imagining what it's like to be, like, a bigwig, you know? Like, what it, what would it be like if this was his every day? So he's just like, he's all like, it's, it, he's putting on somebody else's well-worn coat, you know, like he's already like, this is perfect. This is what I want. Free drinks, free food. He's living it up inside this limo. So he doesn't even know where they're going, to be honest. He knows that he's getting paid $20,000 in 1980s money uh, to do this. And That's a they're lot feeding of money. they're feeding him the whole time. This is great. Like I by love the time that food. he arrives, he's gonna be like 
he's probably gonna be like a little a little tipsy he'll like hiccup and some bubbles will come out of his out of his mouth they mm. won't show him mm. drinking on screen but yeah the parents watching will know what that means um mm-hmm. oh yeah but he's he's feeling fine you know he's got all of the ghost busting equipment uh that he needs you know he he has his proton pack uh he brought an infrared camera and of course the beach kit because you know like you never know when you're gonna need a beach ball or an umbrella you know maybe some sunscreen it's january ghosts are weird listen it triples your fun at the beach yeah it triples my fun at the beach this is a great card to have yeah what if it's such a it's so specific, but it's also such a big bonus. Oh, it's so, it's an incredible. It's a times three multiplier to fun. Yeah, uh, that's insane. Maurice obviously is min maxing uh, by taking this item. Uh, now he's you know he's he's getting ready. There is a ghost that sent him to the Arctic, and then he had to fight that ghost with another ghost's power to be in the hot hot heat. So you know beach. <laughs> Mm. could be it could be there the limo pulls up to this massive building let's see if i've got a description for it i actually don't remember if i did or not the uh did i write anything specific for the tower description i think i like was thinking about it because i'm modeling it after a real building and i was like oh yeah I'll uh I'll just look at it and then I'll write a cool description based on that. But then I think I forgot. So you it come as you round the corner, you see it. This gigantic black building, all uh black steel girders that are on the outside. Like you can see the frame of it, but it's on the outside of the building and glass, like dark tinted glass, uh going up a hundred stories with these two long antennas positioned at the top of the building making it even taller than that uh just this massive monolithic structure uh the car pulls up pulls into a uh on-site parking garage in the basement of the building and uh the guy's just like us the 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 window rolls down to the driver's cabin and the uh limousine driver is just like so uh you go in and they got uh most of the most of the food and the shops are on the like first and second floors you know but uh, if you just wait in the lobby area i'm sure that uh belvedere will be there with the rest of your friends to uh give you the other details about the job or where he's supposed to go i mean i don't know i just drive the car and uh maurice it like thinks to himself like I'm usually this guy. I should treat him with respect and dignity. Now nah, he just like pats him on the shoulder. He's like, hey, thanks. Uh, here's a tip. And he like gives him like rustles around in his pocket. And there's like a couple coins, like a crunched up like $1 bill. And he just sort of like hands it to the guy like, oh, this is all the money I have. <laughs> Sorry. Guy's <laughs> like, oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> um. Uh, and he like points over to where the elevator is to to go up into that that part of the building. Yeah, Maurice will. I think he'll like it. Like he has like, I imagine it's like fresh popcorn. 
like because this is a cartoon and you can have anything inside of this limousine there's just like a little bag and he's or like uh chat said designer peanuts oh designer peanuts i think that maurice is definitely like eating some designer peanuts got like, some cashews in there mm-hmm, Ooh. Mm-hmm. or some mm. like candied nuts kind oh of my thing. god i uh, know he's feeling ritzy uh yeah. and he's just gonna like pack on duffel bag of of his tools you know his camera and his beach beach supplies uh he's gonna he's gonna start like kind of making his way in see see if he can get the lay of the land on this the only thing i'm gonna add to this in terms of the the nut conversation is uh i like the idea that they're in the limousine and like their own little fancy holder like like mm-hmm. dish or whatever and you tried to take the dish out as you were leaving the vehicle and you realized you couldn't because it's built in so instead you just put took handfuls of them and like put them in the pockets oh, of your yeah. jumpsuit oh for sure uh that is an unofficial piece of equipment that i have uh during this mission <laughs> is uh is bags of nuts <laughs> pocket full and of nuts. you better write that down yeah, yeah. Sweet you, uh, where would I be without my pocket full of nuts? Okay, okay. You, I'm gonna say pocket it, full of nuts times three. So three of my pockets are currently filled with full, designer nuts. Nuts. Very good. As you get out, the the limousine uh, pulls away. I guess he has like more jobs to do, so he's like pulling out of the parking lot. Pretty um, pretty packed parking lot. Uh, as you're walking through, the first thing you notice is how freaking cold it is in there. I mean, it's a indoor parking garage, right? But it's like they don't heat it at all. But I guess that's that's not ah, super weird. It's just feels just New as York. yeah, it just feels very cold in there. Uh, and out of the corner of your eye, you think you see a strange glow for a moment. You look over. Uh, and there is uh, like a puddle, not frozen because it's not that cold, but there's a puddle uh, at the end of one of the, like, you know, in one of the corners of the, the parking garage. And there's just this weird luminescence coming from it. Uh, he'll take out his infrared camera. And, like zoom in. Yeah, he starts zooming in on it uh the luminescence begins to grow brighter uh and then suddenly you hear ding as the elevator that's right next to you opens and it distracts you for a moment yeah you look over to the elevator and then when you look back the puddle is just a normal puddle no longer going Mm. would i have been able to take a picture with the camera like showing its glow yeah okay we have to develop it later. It's fine. Yeah, it'll. Like, we've, we've got to go. We've got to go to twenty-four hour plays to get developed. So we won't really know what's going on with that until tomorrow. But <laughs> but we'll know. We'll have evidence, yeah. and that's the important part. Uh, when the elevator opens, uh, you notice that the entire interior of this elevator is mirrored. Uh, I mean, not the floor and the ceiling, but the um, but all of the walls of it are. Ugh. Okay. So you you get a good look at yourself with your several uh uh pockets bulging full of nuts <laughs> and he'll he'll definitely like be looking at himself like doors close when the doors open again he's like mid just like yeah you're looking very good today he's like slicking what little <laughs> bit of hair that he has back like he's like he's trying to he's trying to just adopt 
to this fancy lifestyle now that he knows he's going to have so much money after this. Exactly, exactly. Uh, cut, so the doors to the elevator close, and as they close, we cut to the Winnebago. Um, it took you folks a little longer to get to the tower that you were expecting, partially because uh, Belvedere, give, he's really passive-aggressive with his directions, so he'd be like, uh, oh yes, uh, turn right up here, and then you, uh, you, you would be, you'd like turn right, and he'd be like, mm, uh, I meant the second right, uh, dear. This, well, oh, we're just going to have to loop worst. around, I suppose. <laughs> so it took you folks a little longer because he was kind of insufferable, but you got there, uh, and he says, uh, there is some. Uh, some interior parking, but uh, I sh- sure I could arrange to have uh, this sort of vehicle f- would probably fit better on the uh, on the street. I can arrange to have a space vacated for you that you can use for the remainder of your stay. I mean, that works for us. Yeah, great. And probably um, certainly clearance to get in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little too tall. Yeah. Max headroom. Uh, the uh, yeah. So you can you can pull up onto the street, on the street and uh, park there. And there's like a a, a dude in a, a fancy jacket who comes up. Uh, he's like, uh, "Hey, you can't park here." And then Mr. Belvedere is just like, uh, "There with me, please." Uh, they will be allowed to park here for the remainder of the workday. And the guy's like, oh, so, uh, sorry, sir. Yes. Uh, uh, do, do you need anything, sir? Can I uh, can I get can I get you or your guests anything? And uh, he's like, oh, well, I'm fine. Uh, do you two require anything? No. no. Oh. <laughs> ah, well, I guess not. Let's uh, let's just head in, then, shall we? All right. Way. You take your equipment and head into the lobby. Uh, I already described the tower. It looks like that. But you head into the <laughs> lobby and uh, it is, oh gosh, this building is massive. It's like the interior of it is like a shopping mall. It's this these huge wide open spaces, tile, and there's lots of mirrors. The wall, A lot of the walls are mirrored, uh, so it looks even bigger than it actually is. And there's just like shops and restaurants, escalators, elevators. There are also stairwells, but those are hidden because they don't look interesting. And uh, yeah, like an indoor tree that's planted in the center of the main lobby. Because, you know, that's Mm -hmm. just how you're fancy like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he leads you in and he says, well, uh, and there's like people all over the place walking around. And he says, well, I suppose we can uh, wait here for your associate, uh, who should be here soon. I'm sure my uh, driver got him around the same time that we arrived. Uh, and he, like, takes out a pocket watch and starts looking at it. And he says, well, uh, that's unfortunate. I have a meeting. Oh, goodness. Uh the uh who's a good person to have show you around uh oh and he points over and he's like uh oh uh, uh pat patricia uh, patricia could would you come would you be a dear come here please and you see that there's this woman 
um, uh, pantsuit, shoulder pads, uh, short curly hair, talking to like three different people as she's like striding, like power walking through this lobby, like cutting through these crowds of other people. Uh, clearly very busy. And she sees Belvedere and she's just like, she gives this like, oh God, <laughs> oh, look. And she's just like, oh yes lynn i'm sure i can uh i can i'm sure i can experiment i'm sure i can speak yeah okay uh, all right sure yeah and she comes over and she's like hi hi hello oh uh are you with the heating company are you utilities season uh, two no uh, no not, ma'am we're not we're quite <laughs> yeah oh uh well sorry sorry i'm just trying to deal with like uh five different things at once um and uh, Mr. Belvedere is like, no, dear, no. Uh, this is uh, B- Ghostbusters. This is uh, Patricia Gardner. She is the uh, building manager here at Stenson Tower. Uh, she handles all the day-to-day. And um, I'm sure she'll be happy to assist you. Uh, oh, well, I get off to my meeting. But I'm sure that I will see you again quite soon. And, of course, you have my number and on my card uh so have a uh, lovely day dear uh goodbye and he just sort of like strides off and patricia's like bye goodbye bye lynn yeah she's like oh that man um oh um oh you also have noticed since you've been inside there was that thing where you you, you know you walk into a building and there's it went for on a cold day and there's that gust of cold air right but now that the doors the automatic doors have shut behind you you it's still like pretty cold in here like much colder than you think it should be Hmm. i'd ask if someone left a window open but they're all (laughs) glass (laughs) (laughs) she's like well yeah no luckily that is uh, that is not what has happened there's like uh there's a guy standing next door and he like whispers something here and she's just like Oh yeah, Lou. No, uh, okay. I'll handle that problem with the pools in a minute. Uh, so uh, yeah, we've just been having uh lots of issues with the heat in here. I mean, uh, we just opened a few weeks ago, and there's all sorts of weird little things. Brand new building, you know the drill. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah. So uh. So we're waiting for one of uh, your other people that I'm going to show you. This is about uh, Tanaka, right? I think that's correct. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, So, uh, yeah, his apartment's upstairs. I can uh, have somebody let you in. And, uh, oof. um, Yeah, and any any other information uh, that you need to know, just just, uh, give me a, just, just ask. Uh, All right. You mind if we look around down here? While we wait. Oh, sure. Go for it. I'm. I. I gotta. I'll still be around the lobby. Um. I'm doing some rounds, but uh, yeah. I will pop out the PK meter and just start walking around. Sure. Uh, you pop out the PK meter, start walking around. Yeah. Uh, at at this time, the elevator door opens, and uh, Maurice, you see uh this gigantic lobby, uh, indoor tree, and. <laughs> the uh all these really nice uh <laughs> restaurants uh lots more mirrors all over the place and crowds of people but it's still pretty easy to spot uh your two co-workers as they are uh walking through the room uh and ted is pulling out a pke meter 
Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Maurice will. Um, he'll like. Clearly, he he has styled himself in the mirrors uh, of this elevator. So when you see him again, like that little bit of hair, he's pushed back, and like it's one of those like he's waiting for somebody to say something, but there's not a big enough difference in what his hair looked like before and what it is now for literally anyone to actually notice that, some, that something's been done. Um, but he is, uh, like, he'll, he'll wave, um, and say, uh, something spooky happened down in the garage, but, uh, you know, maybe that's a precursor to what we got going on here. There is a, uh, is a pool some water it was glowing uh so you know it's either they got a radium problem around here uh or we're dealing with a bona fide ghost now i did take a picture of it so we have evidence for today uh if we need to you know go and get that picture processed to really know what we're dealing with here and you know take some more readings and then sure. come back tomorrow when we have, you know, he's just like trying to stretch, basically like trying to like, yeah, let's stretch this $20,000 a day. Insane. We can turn this into a four day job. Easy. Like, yeah, no. Uh, and I'll just be like, yeah, uh, I don't know. That Belvedere guy just left it somewhere more important to go. So, uh, you know. uh yeah, I'm just going to look around here, but they're going to take us up to that guy's apartment once, uh, well, once we're ready, but I figure while we're here, oh, do some do some general readings, and he'll pull out the camera and just start like lazily looking around. I will seriously take readings and walk <laughs> around like I will. I'm doing my job. Uh, Ted, you yeah. pull out your PKE meter, your trusty PKE meter. Mm -hmm. uh, you turn it on. Uh, as I have described in previous sessions, the way I like to do the PKE meter is that it's read out as a sine wave, mm -hmm. and the more that that wave modulates, uh, or like the way how much the frequency changes, is the uh, you know the frequency of the the paranormal activity in the air. Mm -hmm. uh, you turn it on, and it's like the sine wave comes up and then it flattens. Hmm weird have i ever seen it do something like this before or is this something new no maybe the batteries are dead oh that's weird i like and then i wait, wait, wait hang on and then i put it over towards natalie and just check <laughs> um yeah and you get it you start to get a reading but it's very faint okay compared like okay different than it was last time i tried yes this out. it's the same kind of reading as to the last time you scanned her mm. but it's much like like the signal is muted like there's a there's like uh the signal's frequency is uh is less strong all right i will continue to just like i feel like one hand like behind my back just walking around and just like something's interfering with all these readings i think it's this building and i just <laughs> keep like walking around and like checking like going into a shop not talking to the people there, looking around, walk out of the shop, like maybe go behind a counter, like just focusing on the meter and just be like, oh, hello, I'll just walk right out, you know? Uh, what is Natalie doing? Uh, I think Natalie's looking more at like 
the kinds of people that are down here to kind of like on these lower floors like you know what what's the vibe is anyone like weird out has anyone heard that something has happened to something does someone in this building does anyone look like you know there's something weird going on uh nobody looks like a ghost i can tell you that uh there's uh it's a good start dude that'd be too obvious i think you <laughs> know I'm a, very, I'm a very subtle right i'm a very good writer you know uh i wouldn't just make <laughs> someone look like a ghost the uh but uh no there a lot of these people uh, are clearly like well off uh either richer people who are uh living in this building or people who want to appear as rich and are shopping in this building uh, and they there's lots of oh my gosh the hair there's such <laughs> big hair on on everybody there's just as you're as you're walking around checking out some of the people the, the this the smell of the hair the amount of mm -hmm. hairspray in this room is almost overpowering the uh but uh, a lot of these people um they don't seem uh, disturbed in any particular way. They're just going about their business, being being shoppers, being fine diners. If you want to talk to anybody, you certainly can. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think she wants to like disturb anyone's days, especially like um, some of the more well-off folks, because they'll absolutely give her an earful if they have places to go. Um, it's a little bit intimidating. Um so yeah, um, is this going to generally look around? I mean, Maurice has now expressed to us that there was like a puddle that was glowing. So just like any strange sign she can look for. Uh, you're you're looking around. There's um, make me a what's a good role for this, um. I feel like wasn't um, moves was like also shorthanded this game for perception, as I recall. Um, so I would like you to make me uh, a moves roll. Um, if you have something applicable for noticing details, uh, you could use that. But otherwise, just a straight moves roll. <laughs> no. <And> we're going to see what happens based on your total. All right. Sounds good. Please no ghost die first roll. Okay, no ghost die. It's 15. And 15 with no ghost die. Pretty good. Um, like I said, this place is really heavily mirrored. And there's a couple points where you will see crowds of people walking by, like, certain sections. And you'll, like, be looking. And you'll, like, look at the people. And then you'll look at their reflection. And it's not exactly the same. There's, like... Uh, there'll be like an extra person in the reflection and they uh, it's hard to like catch right because it's you only will see it for like a second and then they'll be gone but it's usually probably it, it usually just looks like it's probably another person that blends in with the crowd but and it's never like the same or at least you don't think it is you don't roll that well but you definitely see that like something's off. Everything seems fine, but there's something odd about these mirrors. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think, yeah, Natalie will express that to the rest of the group uh, if she reconvenes with them. Uh, it's like, either these windows are trick mirrors or there's something going on. She kind of points and waits. Hmm. Uh, Ted, after yeah. you've had a chance to uh, scan sort of the perimeter of the room in a couple shops, mm -hmm. you notice, you have noticed that the, the culmination of your uh, fact checking and readings is that the closer you get to the exterior walls of the structure, the more completely the signal goes away. If you're yeah. in any, the, like the closer to the center of the building you are, you get almost a normal baseline reading. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it seems like any kind of um, paranormal signal that the um, PKE meter would detect is being muted by the structure itself. Okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I will uh, come back over to everybody and let everybody know that. Yeah, it's these windows. They're the problem. Apparently, the, they're uh, mu muting oh. some kinetic energy or something. Hmm. Uh, uh, with that, the uh, the lady who's the building manager comes over and she's like, uh, "Hey, folks, I've got." Uh, I'm gonna get upstairs to do a thing, so I can show you that room now. Is your are you are you the the third uh, are you the third guy? And she points over at Maurice. Maurice like, like picture kind of like straightens out his uh like the the folded collar. He's just like yeah, uh, I'm part of these guys. <laughs> like in He's a very just... much like we're a big deal. She's just like, uh, all right, excellent. Let's uh, let's head upstairs. Um, I think Tanaka's apartment was um, sixty-seven. Yeah, sixty-seventh floor. All right, let's uh, let's head over to the elevators. Not the sixty-ninth floor. Nice, oh. but no, unfortunately not. <laughs> this is a kids' show. Uh, are you folks gonna go with her, yeah, or do you want to? Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, you all head towards the elevator. Uh, it opens. All all mirrored elevator. Um, you walk in. The elevator door closes. Uh, we cut to the front doors of the lobby. The the doors swish open, and Mallory steps in. Uh, smoking a cigarette still because you know what? Yeah. You can. It's uh. <laughs> it's the eighties. They haven't made it illegal yet. They haven't made it illegal yet. Free. Smoke is Free cancer. <laughs> Oof. As a treat. Um, as your, uh, you, you notice there's a bit of a, uh, a bit of a hubbub at the far end of the lobby. Uh, there is a, a large group of people that are walking through. Uh, again, also cu cutting their way through the, the bigger crowds, but it's like a bunch of suits. So it's probably like eight or 10 guys in suits. Some of them are carrying like spreadsheet printouts. 
Uh, and one of them has like a notebook with a pencil and in the center of this group towering above all of them, or at least the hat is towering above all of them is a somewhat rotund man, uh, in a 10 gallon hat and a bolo tie. And he is, uh, you know, giving commands to the different, uh, different people, uh, as he's walking through and the whole crowd is, seems to be headed towards the the doors to exit the structure so they're walking right towards you all right i will let them pass me by and see if i can kind of casually eavesdrop what they could be talking about uh you can hear in a in a texan accent uh the the guy in the huge hat is just like it's just like, uh, no, I want you to go on, go ahead, sell that. And, uh, oh gosh, that's, uh, are you telling me that IBM is, is doing that? Well, that's poof. Wouldn't have bet on it, but you know what? Far be it for me to, uh, to count out a dark horse. Yeah. Go ahead and bet on, uh, put uh, a couple shares in that and, uh, yeah, let's do it. And you can hear the, the people who are talking to me is like, yes, Mr. Stenson. Yes. Right away, Mr. Stenson. And like guys in suits, like break off from the crowd to go to like, I don't know, make stock market purchases. Is there one uh, guy who's just like, we should invest in this Enron gig. It's a sure deal. <laughs> it's going great. Oh, the numbers just uh, keep going up, sir. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then on, one of them is like, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Stenson, sir, uh, uh, I've got a, a there's a there's a message from you from Mr. Gecko needs to needs to talk to you about some things. And Stenson's like, ah, that guy's small potatoes. You know what? We'll uh, we'll do him later. <laughs> and, uh, uh, as they're as they're making their way out the building. So, yeah, this is. Uh, Considering you know the name of this building is Stenson Tower, this is the you can gather the owner of the building. Okay, is he? Does he look like he's leaving or just walking people out? Uh, it looks like he's leaving. Okay. Um, I will follow out, and I'll be like, "Excuse me, it's I, Mallory." Official Ghostbuster here to bust your ghosts. Um, I was wondering if I could have a word with you. Uh, you you have to you have to speak up a little bit just to get oh, yeah. like past all the uh, to get past all the yes men and the, the little stooges all around him. But uh, he sees you and he's like, "Oh well, hello, Miss uh, a a Ghostbuster," you say, and he um. Yeah. He stops dead in his tracks and he's like, George Stenson, uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Reaches Likewise. out a hand. He's wearing a bunch of like, um, like Super Bowl rings, probably. That's what I imagine this character would be wearing. <laughs> Excellent. I give him a very like aggressive handshake. Um, just very, very strong grip. I'm like, um, this must be your building. He's like, oh yeah, this beauty's all mine. Um, but I, I must say, uh, ma'am, I got places to be. It's, it's wonderful to meet you, but I really gotta get going. Um, if you want to keep him talking to you, I would like a um cool role to try to be like, hey, listen, I'm worth talking to. You know? Sure, I'll do a cool role. 
I'm cool. Mm, yeah. Please. A ten. You sure? Uh, he says. Uh, well, this is very important. I, I won't take much of your time at all. Uh, well, I did hear that we were. Uh, uh, I, he's changed to a Georgian accent, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> he's like, well, I did hear that we were uh, employing some use uh, spectral exterminators, uh, and um, true. well, the uh, the board seems to think you're quite important, so I suppose I could spare a few minutes. Uh, please, he... please, I really appreciate it. I'm also just shuffling through accents. <laughs> he's just like and one of the one of the other guys with him is like but sir you're meeting your your <laughs> six o'clock dinner um and he's and he's like we'll just have to keep them waiting that and then he turns to you and he's like that's the trick you always keep waiting and then he goes over to like some like really nice chairs that are set up off to the side in the lobby he's like take a seat excellent uh, thank you and he reaches into his coat pocket Pulls out cigar case. No, no. Okay. <laughs> he pulls out a gun. Uh, well, he is kind of has Texan vibes. Maybe he'd be like, "Yeah, He's from Texas." <laughs> Wait, no, no, no. One of the he does have a gun for his cigar, but like he just fires it and just a little flame. Yeah, it's a lighter. Like he I just... love those lighters. Uh, I thought about getting one. <laughs> uh, but no, he takes out a um a cigar box. One of those like nice like little golden flip uh cases mm -hmm. that's got cigars in it and he's like it's like i i see you uh partake in a smoke every once in a while would you care for a cuban cigar oh if it would be no trouble <laughs> i wouldn't want to impose uh, he's like oh not at all and he, oh, uh, he hands you one and he lights up and all of the all the other like little guys in suits that are buzzing around him he's like uh, not all of them go away, but he's like, gentlemen, go make my some arrangements for me. Please inform my dinner guest that uh, they will need to wait a few moments. And some of the guys like run off like, yes, Mr. Stenson. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he sort of like he takes a drag or he lights up the cigars, takes a drag. And he's like, "Ooh." She's a beauty, ain't she? Ah, Stenson Tower. This is my biggest accomplishment yet. Over a hundred yeah, floors, you know. Tell me a little bit about your building. Oh well, let me. I would never deny anyone a sales pitch, Miss. This is first level, like gestures, five star dining. Mid levels, mm -hmm. high end shopping, jewelry, art galleries. Uh, not the type of stuff you see in a Sears catalog. Let me tell you. Uh, top floor, top floors, luxury apartments. We're talking real penthouse level stuff at best in Manhattan for sure. Oh. Uh, and the best part, and this is really the thing that would always turn me off about New York City. Uh, this whole place has so much history, which is great, I suppose, but it's also just it's not very high end, not very high tech, not the kind of city of the future, not like Chicago. Uh, now, this whole building is thoroughly modern, uh, clean, white, angular, uh, like a I see. Yes. blank canvas. Uh, I hired the best architects right out of Miami. Uh, oh, and the glass panels just give the whole place this 
kind of a roominess that uh, makes it even bigger. Makes it even bigger than it is. Uh, it's like the whole place is bigger on the inside. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is this is the palace of the 20th century. You know, I everything the heart that. desires under one roof. Ah, um, so did so you um, hire people to renovate this? How how old is this building? Oh, we built it. I mean, there was some brownstones here earlier, but we knocked those down. Uh, and we uh, built this up from scratch as fast as possible because I didn't want the good people in New York City to wait on an opportunity like this. Now, oh, and I forgot the best part. This whole building is automated. I mean, we've got temperature control. We got security systems. I mean, hell, we even got vending machines. Now, uh, <laughs> one of the best parts is uh is this right here and he sort of directs your attention to this um uh this panel that's built into the wall next to you and he taps it and it comes to life and it says stenson tower and then he taps it again and it's like a directory and you can like hit different mm -hmm. buttons and it tells you like the floors that stuff is on and stuff Ooh. And he's like, very fancy. Top of the line touch computer systems. Mm, you won't see these I've anywhere outside of, of Los Angeles, you know? It's true. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. So, about these brownstones. <laughs> he's just like, ah, well, you know how it is. The city wanted it to be a historic district, but, mm -hmm. well. I wouldn't let something little like that stand in my way. I mean, I'm friends with the mayor, for Christ's sake. Uh, Did something just... historic happen here? <laughs> Could Well, I mean, maybe. But something historic's happening here right now it's with true. this tower. That's historic. Uh, he sort of, like, straightens out his uh, his sleeves when he says that. He's very proud of this, uh, of oh, this yes. building that he paid an absorbent amount of money for. Uh, and... He, uh, you can see he has these like golden cufflinks that are really fancy. Uh, he then is just like, ah, well, so I'm sorry. You were here to find that, uh, that, uh, that Vince fella. He was, um, worked for one of those, that, that corporation that makes the TVs and the stereo systems, the, um, hmm. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess he went missing, and it was a big deal. But um, can't say I I met him. It might seen him in passing a couple times, but uh, I heard he was a nice boy. So I hope we can find him soon. Oh, a, a resident here? Oh yeah. Well, you know, uh, working at one of those uh, one of those big corporations in the city, he made enough money to afford an apartment here, and uh, we're happy to have him. I mean, he was uh, oh, apparently a star engineer over at Nakatome, New York headquarters. Hmm. Uh, this is when the camera zooms out, and we realize um, Mallory actually has no idea what the job is. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> like I have no, no idea. I'm like actually. <laughs> this is uh, this is like because that wasn't in the note. You just know that you're getting paid an obscene amount of money to work for this guy, <laughs> and you know where you're supposed ghosts. to go. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, but she's making it up. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like you've been hired to find a missing person, which is weird because that's not something you usually do. Yeah. Uh, but he's talking to you like you already agreed to the job, so you know. Right. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Um, I'm like, okay. Um, do you know anyone who could tell me more about where this person was last seen? Ah, uh, well, you're you're so busy. I wouldn't want to hold you up. Gosh. You're, I do have places to be, but, uh, I mean, Pat could certainly help. Uh, she's the building manager around here. But uh, you can always use the computer system and uh, look up uh, the tenant apartment number. Mm, if you want I'll do that. Uh, go for it. It's, uh, it's, it, sh it should be the uh, quickest and easiest way to find anything in the building. Uh, and then it's, he's a... He's about to go on because he can go on. Uh, it seems like he's about to tell you something else about the building that he's proud of, like some other mm -hmm. feature it has. But before he can, one of the guys uh, comes over to him, whispers in your, oh, Mr. Stenson, sir, it's uh, it's your son. He's, uh... oh, well, there's been an altercation. So you're going gonna to need to, you're gonna need to, you might need to speak to the police. <laughs> My, that sounds serious. He's like, ah, uh, nah, just... Chad's a good boy, but uh, just a little reckless. I'll handle it. I'll handle it. That kids, kids, you know, can't uh, can't live with them. That's not the right term for this situation. Uh, <laughs> boys will be boys. There you go. That's it. That's what he would say. Uh, he's like, you know, boys will be boys. Uh, he stands up. Um. He's like, you enjoy that cigar? I will, I will, thank you. <laughs> like, you have good night you have good night day. What time is it? I don't know. <laughs> it's like five thirty or something. So night would be appropriate. Okay. Yeah, you have uh, good evening. He's like, uh, you do miss, and he tips his big hat uh and heads out the door. Excellent. So I'm like Who's missing? <laughs> And I go off to try to find <laughs> right. the gang. Uh, you can so you could look in the computer system to see. Um, oh yeah. Uh, what room this uh, Vince Tanaka is in? Sure. Uh, you check the directory. Uh, and uh, oh, I'm gonna call out chat real quick. Someone in chat was like, "I really thought his son's name was gonna be Elroy." Well, you know, it would be a safe bet. Except this is two eighties a movie, so if he's got a high school age son, it's gotta be Chad. That's just <laughs> it's just the way it works. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, can't imagine yeah. a dreamier name. Mm. Chad. <laughs> um, a preppier name. Or Brad. Uh, Brad or also Brad. good. Yeah. Uh, in an early version of this campaign, I had written a, a preppy high school character whose name was Brad Chaddington. Nice. Uh, <laughs> But that seemed like too much, so I ended up um, <laughs> the ended up cutting that. Anyway, the um, uh, yeah. If you check out the directory, uh, you can see um Tanaka Vince um sixty seventh floor apartment like the whatever like 
17B or something. Okay. Cool. I will head there. Cool. Uh, you head in that direction. Or you can head over to an elevator. Start heading upstairs. Oh, yeah. This oh, my building's... gosh. Yeah, I'm taking an elevator. I'm not walking up 627 floor. Yeah. I mean, there are escalators, but you don't know if they go all the way up there. And that would still take too long. Yeah. Uh, the uh, One of the things you notice about this building, I mean, you kind of noticed it when you sat down. But, like, man, it is cold in here. I thought Weird. he said there was temperature control. Yeah, he bragged about it. Yeah. Strange. Um so you uh jump in the elevator and like it's mirror, dangerous. Mirror, yeah, don't jump into the elevator. It's dangerous. <laughs> um there's a few other people in there. The elevator starts heading up. Uh cut to the sixty-seventh floor. Another elevator dings open. This elevator contains the rest of the group and Patricia Gardner, building manager. Patricia. And she's just like, all right, so uh, let's see. His apartment is the... If you go, if you go down that hallway, take a right. Uh, his is the first apartment after the turn. But uh, I'd love to, or actually, I, let me um, let me unlock it for you. And uh, oh, thank you. Uh, oh no, Ma this is not Mallory. This is the rest of the group. Mallory's not oh, quite the rest. There okay, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> um, Sorry. yeah, I was I was gonna have her leave you, but then I realized she has to unlock the door because it's definitely locked. So she walks you down the hall, and yeah, uh, in this, uh, you notice that uh, with the the way the apartments are, it's like. The wall that the department doors are on is uh, not is not mirrored, um, but the wall across from that doesn't have any apartments on it, and it is entirely mirrored. So you can see the reflection of like all the apartment doors leading down the hallway, and uh, you come to the apartment. Uh, she unlocks it, opens it up. And she's just like, yeah, um, so this is the place. Uh, I don't know too much, only that he's been missing for, gosh, uh, a couple days, maybe? Nobody nobody knows where he's at. Uh, I I guess the, the Stenson and some of the other uh, bigwigs that funded this place are really into having him found. I, I don't know too much about it. I got I got too much stuff on my plate, honestly. I gotta check the server room. It's, uh, I don't know why the hell it continues to be so cold in here. Uh, and she just is like, she's like, do you need anything else? Because I really gotta go. I think we can take it from here. Oh, and he'll pull out his camera. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, great. Okay. Just, um, you can, you can lock it from the inside. Just lock it when you're finished. All right. When you're heading out. Uh, or grab me and let me know when you're leaving. Uh, or I, actually, that wouldn't make sense. Uh, the front desk, just leave a message with them when you're on your way out. Let them know you've wrapped up. Okay. All right. And she sort of heads off in uh, another direction, just being like, oh, the server's down. It's, and she like <laughs> she starts to take a turn. She's like, no, it's not that way. And she, turns, and she takes a different turn and walks down a different hallway. And she's gone. Doors open to Vince's apartment. 
I go in. All right. Yep. Looking through the, the camera. Are out. Yep. Let's see here. Vince's apartment. Um. It, this apartment is very modern and very sparse. We've got a checkerboard floor, a glass block accent wall separating the kitchen from the living room. Classic 80s design. Um, lots of potted plants in strategic positions, white walls, uh, tons of windows. Um, and, you know, the basic furniture, TV, but it doesn't look very lived in. Hmm. There isn't a lot of other there's some other things, but not a lot of other things. Maybe the, he was just very cleanly. Do we know how long Vince lived here for? Mm, no, you do not. Okay. Okay. So, so generally, if somebody disappears uh, from a place that they have been living, we're going to find like trails, right? Uh, so I think Maurice's first uh, idea that he has uh, is to go over, I'm guessing there's like a coffee table near a TV. Like, is there mail on the coffee table or is or like the, the regular table? I want to look through this dude's mail. It's not a crime if it's in a cartoon. It's not a crime <laughs> if it's in a cartoon. Um, there's um, a bunch of, there's there's some mail. It's mostly just um, junk that looks like it hasn't been thrown out yet. Publisher's Clearinghouse. Oh, uh, nice. <laughs> nice. There's, uh, and there's a few uh, coffee table books and some magazines that are there. Those seem to be the only things that are like askew in the whole apartment. Like if he, if he interacted with anything, it was this stuff. Doesn't even look like the TV, like the remote for the TV is sitting on top of the TV. Like he didn't even watch it. Cool. Hmm. I don't trust this guy. Yeah, something's really <laughs> wrong. Yeah. It's the 80s. That's like 90% of what you have to do. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, funny, opposite to what I thought Maurice was going to do, I'm going to check out the kitchen. I'm going to like look in the fridge. Like, what's, mm. what's going on? I should have taken the kitchen. Look the You're room. right. <laughs> Uh, there's a, there's not much in that fridge. There's a, there's a little bit, there's like two boxes of half-eaten takeout. There's a bunch of condiments. Okay. That's about it. That's about it. Yeah, not very lived in at all. Like the how how many condiments is this? Like the the full like you know they've had time to accrue a lot of condiments or just like the basics. No, there's like some ketchup and some mustard and like like a bottle of hot sauce that's half used. <laughs> These um, are my food staples too. Okay, so yeah. the ketchup is it? Breakfast, like, does he have lunch, a and dinner. Does he have the bottle of ketchup or is it like what I do with Taco Bell sauce packets and they're just sort of like <laughs> loose? <laughs> In the loose packets. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely some loose packets in there for sure. <laughs> oh no, oh no, the loose ketchup packets. The true mark of a bachelor. Uh, <laughs> the um, uh, there's a there's a carton of milk. So hey, there's that. Okay, has it expired? Oh so yeah. So when? If you if you pull it out. And open it up and take a sniff. You're like, oh, that's old. 
are the expiration dates on it like is it... oh there probably is um i mean it expired like a week ago okay but uh so it was already expired before he went missing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's rough, but... we have a solid timeline now <laughs> milk expires he goes missing <laughs> Uh, the I pieces will... are coming together. I'll sweep his room <laughs> with the PKE meter to see if there's any. I'm curious about the windows. I'm curious about this glass wall too. What kind of? And I want to just see do we got any anything to go off of here supernaturally. Um, sure. There's one last thing I want to mention about the refrigerator, though. Aside sure. from the loose sauces, uh, the as you're like wow there is nothing in here you go to close the refrigerator and you hear a noise coming from inside the refrigerator like a like a like a bubbling slowly open it back up yeah the milk carton is like faking around a little bit and there's a and the and it's you can hear bubbling from inside it Hey, hey, Ted! You want to bring the PKA meter over here? Yeah, so as you as you say that, the the little the little flaps on it like pop open, and all of these bubbles start coming up out of it. Uh, and then like the 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 old milk like starts, uh, the the like sides start to squeeze in, and all the like the old goopy milk starts coming out. And then, uh, and you're like, oh, and you turn and you're like, Dad, you should get over here. And then you turn back and it looks totally normal. Ted, you get to the refrigerator. Bring out the PKE meter and I'll sweep the fridge. Sweep the fridge. Wow. You're next to an exterior wall because this apartment has a bunch of windows. That's, you can't get any kind of reading in here whatsoever. I got nothing. These, hmm. these windows, they're made of some sort of... I don't know what... It's weird, though. What's going on? What's up with the fridge? Other than expired milk and some sauce packets. I could have sworn that I thought it was moving, and maybe something is growing in it, so maybe we shouldn't touch it. Um, but yeah, I thought it was worth a shot. Y yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, like shut the fridge and i like i walk back to where i was because i want to check out the interior glass wall to see if that glass is made of the same kind of material as like um oh yeah the windows but like as i walk away i'm like like looking back over my shoulder and i'm like hmm looking at natalie thinking for a second I'm, hmm, and i just keep going back <laughs> over wow i haven't forgotten that she's infected with ghost energy so i don't know if she's animating spoiled milk or not i'm freaking out about this a little bit internally. <laughs> same uh and i'm like uh, okay. just internally yeah Wait, do i know that she's infected mm -hmm. no, no. This happened last so time sweet awesome yeah. That was that was actually why I was like, there's a dot matrix printout because if you had like looked at that, you would have seen that it's like you know a person is infected uh, with like ghost energy. But I was like, oh cool, somebody left this here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so so yeah, um, the the accent wall, the glass the glass block accent wall, like the kind of thing that we growing up would have seen in pools. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, did, yeah. did anybody right, experience right, right. 
it was uh yeah in like um like my middle school there was like one of these for some reason um but yeah this was like a big design thing in the 80s so that's there but it it actually doesn't seem like it's the same material as uh the other parts of the building so it doesn't it does it actually it doesn't absorb signal it actually just seems perfectly ordinary i'd be like i gotta find a way to break one of these windows <laughs> i gotta break one of these windows <laughs> i gotta take some of this window back to the coin king mm-hmm there's that, and there's a lot of mirrors around. Um, oh, that's true. So maybe you can find a mirror that you can remove. Uh, <laughs> Instead of breaking a window on a 67 floor. She'll figure. We can find a way. She'll yeah. break a window, I'm sure. <laughs> Steal a mirror. I don't know. Shoot a Yeah, shoot, yeah shoot a just hole. borrow it. Yeah, I was just... like, at some point, she'll just like shoot a hole through one of the windows randomly, and it'll just take a piece of the, just... the left of when she, if she ever shows up. Just we'll, we'll see. keep Valor in proximity, just hoping for some like Collateral property damage. destruction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. An errant bullet fires through and breaks that window. Hang on, nobody go near the edge, but I need that glass. Hang on, like scoop it up. I yeah. broke hardly anything in that museum. <laughs> Hardly anything. Hardly. <laughs> Nothing the, of cultural um, significance. It's fine. <sighs> um, one thing I want to mention for Maurice on the coffee table. Mm -hmm. There are... So there's a couple coffee table books. Um, I have them listed somewhere. Where are they? Oh, yes. So there's some books on ancient architecture, specifically Egyptian architecture. Uh, there's also a lot of engineering and electronics books. The kind of things that you'd expect an engineer to, to read or okay. find interesting mm -hmm. and not extremely boring. Uh, and there's a few magazines and one of them is uh, the latest issue of popular science magazine. And it uh, is, has an article dog eared in it. Hey, Hey, okay. Turn to the dog eared page. Uh, the article is called star Wars, the strategic defense initiative and the future of orbital satellites. And it's just this, you know, scientific article about like, oh, satellites, this, we can use them for communication, for sending television signals, for uh, strategic defense. This is what They're... Reagan was talking about. He remembers this. It's yeah, exactly. It's uh, satellites for the future is what this article is positing. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm going to cut real quick to the hallway. Uh, an another elevator door opens. Mallory steps out. Mallory sneezes as though this is an anime and someone was talking about her. Oh, I thought just because it's cold and it's bothering your sinuses. That yeah. too. It um, could be both. The uh, you see um, because you took a separate elevator uh, as everybody else did. Mm -hmm. You can see that your elevator opens up. And you look to your left down the hallway, and you can see the marks on the doors leading down. Um, and judging by the room numbers, the apartment must be at the end of this hallway. And all of the apartments are on one side, and the elevator, and then just a mirrored walls on the other side. But as you're coming out, you look down the hallway real quick. You see reflected in the mirrors at the end of the hallway is Maurice, Natalie, and Ted stepping inside of the apart into the apartment at the end of the hallway.
And it's one of those things that makes you do like a double take because you see you like look real quick and you see them stepping in. But you're pretty yeah. sure you saw it in like the mirror reflection. And then when you look again, they're no longer the mirror reflection and the door to that room is closed and you didn't hear anything. Oh, I don't know what was in that cigar. She, she takes another. <laughs> <laughs> Tries again. Maybe I can figure it out. Maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Um, that's super weird. Um, did I have time to capture any of that on my camcorder? No, it was too quick. Okay. Hmm. Very suspicious. Hmm. Do you want to head towards that apartment or go to one of the other apartments or go somewhere else? Mm. I'll take a, a look at that mirror. Um, I did bring, let's see, this equipment that I grabbed um, because I have the gun. <laughs> I have two slots, right? Yeah, you have so you can hold three items, and I decide to make the gun uh one mm -hmm. item, so you can have two other items besides the gun. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, this time I brought a proton pack because uh turned out gun not effective against ghost. <laughs> no, guns are not effective against ghosts typically. It was a problem. Um. And then I have my camcorder, so I'll just have the camcorder at the ready. So I'm ready for anything. Okay. And I'll I'll take a look at that mirror and then go to the apartment that I think I'm supposed to go to. Hmm. Um you is the camcorder recording? Um I would have my finger on the record button, like ready to. Okay. Start if you it. see something, you're gonna. You're yeah, gonna I don't want to waste. Street. I don't want to waste film. Yeah, I mean it's. You can only fit four hours on a VHS tape. I know. <laughs> Who knows how many hours will be here? You're right. Uh, the. Yeah, you're checking out that mirror. You're looking at it. The. Um... Uh, roll a moves roll if you have anything specific for spotting details and any uh, talent for that um, you can apply the extra three otherwise it is straight okay I think that's going to be a straight moves seven, seven. Mm, you're looking at that mirror you've got your camera it's focused looking through the, the lens nothing happens Okay, I'll carry on to an apartment then. Okay. You uh, go to the apartment and open the door. It's not locked. Ooh. Um, That's good, since I think my friends just came in here. Maybe? Question mark? Yeah. The, uh, no one said they locked the door from the inside after they went in, so I'm just going to assume that it's not locked. Um, the door opens to the apartment. And everybody sees Mallory standing in the doorway with a with a camcorder. Hey guys. And a cigar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Upgrade. Did you guys 
walk through a mirror? Can't say we have. Mm -hmm. We'll walk through a door. Mm. That's all. I won't explain. <laughs> I will go into no more detail. Glad, glad to have you here. How, how are the stove, oven, both situation go? Oh, it was good. I just, you know, it was a little bit of a bummer that I didn't have time to go to the graveyard, but uh, maybe after the stop. Okay. I, I feel like I have gotten more questions than answers, but this is typical. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think uh, I have completely answered your question. <laughs> okay. Well, it's uh, it's good to have you here. You know, we work better when the gang's all together. Maurice is holding True a that. magazine. He's, his pockets are suspiciously overflowing with nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Only three of them. Only three of his pockets are overflowing with nuts. The other one I mean, currently has a magazine that's been like rolled up and tucked into the back. But he yeah, definitely took from this guy's table. It's like, oh, the new TV guide. Hell yeah. We're just not doing phrasing anymore. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. This guy got, apparently we do, well, we do missing person cases now. Uh, yeah, what's up us. with that? I, I talked to the owner of the building, uh, cause I have no idea what the job is. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, this guy, this guy's apartment, apparently he went missing two weeks ago or so. Uh, and they said they're positive it's supernatural related. And we said, we don't really do that. And they said, we will pay you a lot of money. And we said, yeah, we'll look into it. And that's why we're here. Was. Um, I, oh, I fully approve. Sorry. I, I just wanted to point out, I believe that uh, Belvedere said he's only been missing for a couple days. Oh, a couple days? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Uh, only missed a couple days, rather. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. If it takes a while, it's $20,000 a day as long as we're working on this, so. Um, yeah, you know, cool. you gotta be, be really thorough, <laughs> right? Exactly, no stone left unturned, and all that. And he says, just sort of like casually flipping through the magazine while standing in this dude's <laughs> apartment. I appreciate your dedication to the job. You know, these scientist types, they're always leaving clues in unexpected places, you know, like. It could be that, uh, you know, uh, like maybe the shower curtains, the the rings that are holding them on, if one's turned the, uh, one way and the other's turned the other, you know, maybe it's like a Morris code situation. You really just got to really just give give the whole place a, a, a proper look through. Mm, you, you saw something interesting at the in the shower curtains? Uh, no, I haven't checked yet, but, you know, I... <laughs> I'll get right on that. And he sort of like cinches his belt up a little bit and then like moseys on over to the bathroom with a magazine under his arm. <laughs> Amazing. Um, is there any like work stuff anywhere? Like I know he had magazines and bills and it seems pretty bare bones all over the place in general. Uh, but like out in the open or if in like the actual bedroom, like 
Um, yeah, you haven't checked the. Yeah, you haven't checked in the bedroom yet, but it does seem like suspiciously there is no. He, this is not somebody who took home their work, right? Interesting. All right, I'll go check the bedroom. Sure. Work-life balance. Work-life balance. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, the bedroom is pretty again pretty sparse. There's a pretty simple alarm radio, uh, and uh, the bed's like a little messy, but not that messy. Uh, otherwise, there's like a um, a closet that has you know some nice uh, pants and shirts in it, the kind of thing that you'd have to wear to an office. Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, do you want to? Is there any specific place in the bedroom you want to check? Well, I'm a Ghostbuster, so I already just checked the closet. Now I got to check under the bed. Oh, sure, okay. Uh, yeah, closet's fine. Check under the bed. Uh, you looking PK around under, under... Yeah. Mm, the PK you're still not giving you anything, yeah. but you do see that there is a small, like a shoebox under the bed. I mean, it might just have shoes in it because it's a shoebox. It's shoebox. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, all right. I'll pull out the shoebox. Yeah. It's suspicious in that there's nothing else under the bed. Mm. Uh, this guy's weird me out. Yeah. Weirdly uh, frugal. Yeah. No, I don't you, like it. You open up the shoebox. <laughs> Uh, there is a single cassette tape inside it. Like an audio cassette? Yep. Huh. And no label? Nope. I will take the cassette tape. I'll be like, well, now we gotta go around the car to play this because well, no we that, don't more Ted. importantly is there a oh, cassette wait. player here no there is in no the boom box from the beach <laughs> trip kit that <laughs> i brought what? with me okay yes absolutely that's fantastic but i'm guess like what i'm asking is like he has a tape but not a player in the apartment um so actually oh, okay. there um there is not a player in the apartment that's true right oh, weird that's so weird I don't but like you that. That's weird. But you do have the boombox, so you uh, can I'll, I'll, oh. I'll come out into the main room and be like, "Hey, is any uh, anybody got a Walkman or something? I we got a there's a cassette tape. It's the only thing in his room." I would say Maurice, like, because Maurice is in, like, he's in the restroom at this point. Yeah. Uh, there's just the bag of stuff that he brought, and there is the like Ghostbusters official beach trip boombox <laughs> that he has brought with him, and I just like this just dejected like i can't believe he did it again <laughs> same and i'm just like alpine gear worked the beach i just and i'm just like i don't like completely beside myself about how he somehow manages to figure it out every time and i'm just like i don't like i don't say this is all an internal monologue and i'm like i can I, I, there's something I want to do just as yeah, a creepy please. moment real quick. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, does anybody, you walk out, you're like, does anybody have a boom box? Uh, you, you see Natalie standing in the room. You see Mallory standing in the room. Uh, Maurice is not in there because he's in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. So you might be like, where's Maurice? Yeah. And someone may say, oh, that we saw him go into the bathroom. Mm-hmm cut to maurice in the bathroom you're standing uh, there you're checking the rings on the shower curtain to make sure 
you know, <laughs> none of them are turned. Yeah, strangely. yeah, he'll like take the lid off the toilet and be like, "That's good plumbing," and he'll set it back yep. down. Like, uh, you you look in the sink and there's you know the the toothbrush and the toothpaste, um, but like most of the toothpaste is still in the tube. Uh, and you look in the mirror, and the way the room is structured, the door to the room is behind you if you're looking in the mirror, right? So you see behind you, the door to the room opens, and Ted pokes his head in, and Ted says, hey, do you have any way I can play a cassette? In the mirror? Well, you see that, because you're looking yeah, yeah, in yeah. the mirror, and you see the door open, and you see Ted's head pop in, and you see, he holds up a cassette. He's like, do you have any way I can play a cassette? Ted, uh, I think that Maurice will turn his head uh, to look at Ted to say, like, a little privacy here. So you turn your head to look at Ted, say a little privacy here, and the door's not open. We don't like that. And I think, like, Maurice, just a little pry. Uh, and then, Ted, you know that someone said Maurice was in the bathroom. Do you want to open the door and see if you have a cassette player? Yeah, that's obviously the best way to do it. Open it up real quick. <laughs> hey, do you have a cassette player? Let's and Maurice quick. is already, like, standing, hand exposed, like he was, like, mid-scolding, looking in your direction. Hey, do you have a cassette player? It's in the beach time fun bag. Ah, oh, great, thanks. I shut the door. <laughs> He's just left standing there, just pointing at the door, turns and looks at the mirror, and then looks at the door again. <laughs> My fave. Mm. Stenson Tower. I, lo I love Stenson Tower. The, um... Uh... Yeah, Ted, you can go over to the Beach Time Fun Bag and pull out the, the boombox. You have to, like, you know, there's, like, an umbrella. You have to move that. There's a deflated beach ball. You can move that out of the way. And Some then sunscreen. Yeah, yeah. Um, First thing I do <laughs> is I hold the cassette in my left hand, and I look at this boombox, hmm. and I take the wand out of the proton pack, and I just poke the boombox a couple times. Make sure it doesn't, <laughs> act, doesn't come yeah. to life and attack me again. Luckily, that does not happen. I'm watching it, and I'm like, I'm mm. put it back in. Mm. All right, then we'll play this cassette tape. Is it rewound, the tape? It is. Do you try to play side A or side B? I'll start with side A. Sure. You put it in. Uh, there's, you can hear sort of that, that cassette, like, room noise, like, static ground noise hum. Mm -hmm. And then you hear, in a man's voice... 3.14159265359326532384623827950288419787 I'm like wow somebody likes pie <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> And at that point Maurice exits the bathroom and he's like guys and he's like pointing over his shoulder but like and it feel free to flip to side B and do all that. He just like for the cinema for the cinema yeah. he was making his way back. Uh is that all that's playing on side A? Yep. I'll be like, that's okay. Yeah, I'll flip it over. We'll play side B. Play side B. Uh use your hmm. It's like like internet sounds kind of. Dial-up sound. sound. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, the internet doesn't exist yet. Al Gore no. hasn't fully invented the internet yet. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, huh. 
That's weird. Hey, so, uh, something strange happened to me while I was in the bathroom, and not, like, the normal <laughs> kind of strange. Would, did it, so it didn't look good, is what you're telling me. Uh, I'm just gonna say, it's like, uh, you, well, you were in it, for example. Sure. Uh... Uh, I was looking at the mirror, you know, washing my hands, being, you know, you got to do at least 20 seconds of solid hand washing to make sure that they're fully, you know, taken care of. Uh, and, well, I saw you open the door. And you asked me about the boombox. And when I went to scold you, there wasn't anything there. The door was shut. And then you opened the door and you asked me about the boombox again. Sounds so like unhinged. <laughs> really good. Uh, well, I, uh, I'd say I didn't do that, but I did open a door and ask you for a boombox. But so only like the this, one time. But only the only the one time. I did say in the room before I came in there. Does anybody have a way to play a cassette? That's weird. I don't like this place. Maurice will like take me. off his glasses. No, I must have been seeing something. So then he's like, this this tracks with your weird fridge thing. Yeah, I guess. Maybe the windows are listening. Maybe the it's a ghost building. I bet it's a ghost building. Is that a thing? I don't know if that's a thing. I bet it's a thing. <laughs> that's a thing. Well, there's like uh, what is it? The haunted mansion down in the in the Disney World. Yeah, this could be a haunted. Sure. Skyrise. The second one after the last one that happened two years ago or a year ago. Um <laughs> You said it was the mirror, right? Yeah, it was the mirror. I go into the bathroom and I see if there's a signal on the the mirror, like the vanity mirror or whatever it is. Nah, I mean it's it's too like I said earlier. Too it's because this wall. you're too close to the exterior walls of the building, so this whole apartment is basically a dead zone. <laughs> yeah, hey. look at that. I take the mirror off the wall. Sure. If it's, if it, and then like look at the back of it. Just Looks regular normal. mirror. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but yeah, you can take it there. Now you can take a part of the building that is a mirror if you'd like. Yeah, I'm gonna give yeah, him a shot. Yeah, I'm gonna take this. Okay. How big is this mirror? That's it's just like a vanity mirror. Like it's pretty big. No, it's it's a medicine cabinet mirror. Oh, perfect. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Do I have to? Can I take it without taking the whole medicine cabinet with it? Well, it's also the door of the medicine cabinet, but you can unscrew it and take it off. So I then it's just do like that. a door. Is there anything in the medicine cabinet? Um. Yeah, but not much. There's like some aspirin, and some tums and, probably. Yeah. Like, really basic, kind of, a few basic you know, it's things. It's like, oh, here's these psychosis meds. Weird. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, no, I mean... nothing like that. This is a cartoon head. <laughs> they would have had a funnier name for it if it yeah. was a cartoon. You know? Um. Anyway. All right, yeah. I take I take the... I, un I unscrew the medicine cabinet mirror, and I'm like, well, uh, I've got all I need. Uh. But no, really, I think something's up with the glass in these buildings. The glass in the mirrors. I don't know what's going on. Oh, when I take the cassette tape, um, we should keep this. Mm -hmm. should, should analyze those sounds. Oh, what if it's like you gotta play it backwards? 
like those kids with their uh, Dungeons and Dragons listening to Pink Floyd. You know, you got to like really have it in reverse. And sometimes they summon the devil. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it happens well, to the best of us. Did this sound sound like what we'd heard on the answering machine at the start? I thought the same thing. You know yes. what? That's a that's an interesting connection, but I'm gonna say no. It unfortunately oh. did not sound like that. Man, still haven't gotten that other cassette tape analyzed. No, I know <laughs> we haven't. Um, all right, well we should hang on to this. It's weird that he kept this in a shoebox under his bed, and there's literally nothing else under there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's it's so like weird, doesn't it? It's just pie, and like that's not. I don't know. You know what? Let me let me uh, ask you this. Well, I probably wouldn't know pi out to that many digits off the top of my head. I think we should analyze. Well, you know what? Maybe there was a number that was off. I know at least the first seven or so were right, but maybe something changed down the line. Does anyone know, here like just happen to know? Like 20 digits out to pi? <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. Hold on. Can I use... Can you guess? Can I guess? Can I guess if the numbers are off or not? You can certainly roll for that. That is a that is a uh, that is a fifteen, okay. maybe a twenty to know. It's it depends how many numbers far out you, you, you go. Uh, okay, but. I am going to use uh, my guess skill. I'm going to use a brownie point so that way uh, I got max dice going into this. Let's go. Twenty one, no ghost die. That's what nice. I'm talking about. This is... <laughs> what? This, I'm pretty sure is, uh... I read this on Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, no, this is... A, the per It is the perfect uh, enumeration of pi out to the 39th decimal place. It's exactly right. If there's one thing I know, it's pi. That doesn't surprise me in the least. Um... All right. Here's a question. Yeah. You folks have tried the PKE meter. You've checked the fridge, done a cursory check of the living room, mostly just looked at the magazines. Um, is there any um, thing else you want to like search in this apartment more thoroughly? Like, do you want to turn the place out? You know, yeah, like throwing open all the drawers or anything yeah. like that? Could, or do you just want to be like, yeah. I mean, he's not here. Uh, oh, you said he has a TV, too? Or... Yeah, he does have a TV. And no VCR. Uh, VCR. There probably is a VCR, but uh, and it's all plugged in, but it's like, doesn't look like it's used very much. It still has okay. the plastic film over the, like... Well, I'm just curious, like, does he have tapes, like, things that he watches? So can we, like, try to get a more of a profile on this guy other than, like, super spartan living in popular science magazine like you know what i mean oh yeah there are a few tape cases okay uh if you uh look they're sitting up there and there's like what had come out by this point uh that's like a popular movie back to the future one i think was out by this point yeah um, star wars star yeah uh empire is in there uh there's um yeah, these are like like Indiana Jones, um, like you know, pretty solid uh, blockbuster movies. Um, 
But when you're looking, you like pick up the the tape cases mm. and you open it up and there's no tape in it. Mm. In any of them. What about in the VCR? Nope, nothing in there either. Weird. That's weird. That's very weird. Very weird. <laughs> I'll like yeah, I'll turn the set on. Like it turns on. Okay. I'm like waiting for a poltergeist situation, like to happen. <laughs> <laughs> static. No, right, just uh, the news comes on. It's uh, it's got cable television. It's set to hey, GNN. This, guy, this guy's got cable too. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, he barely even uses it. It's set to GNN. There's a lady on the screen talking about uh, how Reagan's going to freaking some summit or something. <laughs> mm, okay, I'll turn the TV off. I was just curious if it was like, ah, maybe there's like he's on the Spooky Channel. With you know all the spooky things that happen. Mm. Well, you said that the that pie only went to like what was it? The first 30? 39. 39? Turn it to channel thirty nine. All right, Turn. yeah, what yeah. Hell? Why not? No channel, yeah. Um. Ah, uh, this is an that was an interesting idea, but I don't have anything for this. It's you turn <laughs> it to channel thirty nine, and it's like you know, uh, Jane Fonda aerobics is on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the key. Yeah. All right. Does anybody have Jane Fonda's number? We gotta get, get, get from the horn. Turns out that's have the I borrowed the... Jane Fonda's number? Uh, <laughs> but while uh, Ted is messing with the TV, what, what are yeah. other people doing? Um, I am. I want to test out some stuff with the mirror and see if we can replicate um, what both I saw. I'll, I'll mention that I saw everybody in the mirror um, and see if, like, maybe if we. Do you think it's like a quantum thing where, like, if you're alone looking at the mirror and observing, then something happens? Mm. maybe you gotta set up your video camera so that it's recording the mirror while oh, you're yeah. like trying all this stuff totally nice alright uh, yeah, anybody want to try try this out with me there's sure. enough rooms that we can kind of like have a couple tests going if you want oh uh, Maurice has an idea for that so, you know, in science, uh, how whenever you do an experiment, you always want to make sure to, to replicate the experiment as many times as you can, you know, so that way you can you can prove your sample size, I think is what right. it's called. What if we put the mirror facing another mirror and then we just wave our hands in front of it because that would create an infinite number of mirrors in both directions for us to verify our sources on? That's brilliant. I am super in for that. I'm just guessing here. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a very wonder... good idea. <laughs> like, no, nothing could go wrong. With this. Nothing could go wrong with <laughs> something <laughs> like this. Actually going to summon the ghost this way. <laughs> yeah, right. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. <laughs> don't don't no stop it right now don't do that That's first you're talking idea. about the hat man now you're trying what are you doing 
<laughs> These are all based in truth. You need to be careful what you say. This is a this is a building of mirrors. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe Slugs I forgot about the hat man. <laughs> Too terrifying. Ken's having an existential crisis in front of the TV. Yeah, I right think now. Marie's like jokingly says like Bloody Mary twice, and then she's <laughs> not another word. <laughs> mm. He'll just eat some peanuts from his pocket. <laughs> um, uh, Natalie, what what is Natalie doing? Well, she's waiting to see how this um, mirror facing another mirror idea sure. pans out. You're you're um, participating in the mirror experiment, exactly. Um, and depending on how that goes, she would also like to propose potentially putting the mirror in front of the television to see if there are different results mm. of watching the television versus what the mirror captures. The putting the mirror in front of another mirror because you can find one of the walls has mirrors on it so you can just plop that mirror down in front of it. Mm. Um, and uh, I need somebody to roll uh, to see if they can perceive something. Oh, what twenty-one is that? brains? Oh or... no, it wouldn't be brains. It would be moves. I think it would be moves. Yeah, I'll try. I'm trying to okay. perceive. <laughs> nine you you set up the mirror you get your camera ready um you're you're like get your get your camera ready you have it aimed at the at the thing and you're like okay go and then maurice is like oh and he waves his hand um in between the mirrors and it does like exactly what it should do um nothing weird happens we'll keep trying <laughs> sure some more time goes by as you keep messing around with this uh so Maurice, yeah, are you all just gathered around the mirror doing this, or is anyone? Well, no, yeah. Well, I thought Heck was is or uh, Natalie was going to check the mirror in the TV. Yeah. Oh, the... that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then Ted, you were checking oh. the. You were checking I something. Like, I want to like turn out the couch cushions, pull behind the fridge. Every, like, the fact that there is so little in this place just mm. makes me even more suspicious does he have guy. like a safe like a fire safe or something yeah. like that mm. some something right like under his mattress like what's this guy got going on what's his deal uh ted as you're ripping through stuff yeah. um you do find something uh stuff it looks like it wasn't hidden so much as it just got under the couch cushions mm. and just sort of you know was lost there uh but there's a folded up letter Unfold it. Uh, look at it. You, you unfold it. It's it's like origami. <laughs> a lot of times. Uh, <clears throat> no, it's uh, it's from uh, it's so it's written in English, but it's written in very poor English. Um, and it's just like Vince, my friend. Uh, they have me shooting new movie. Uh, right now in Jersey, all pickup scenes 
actors aren't around in the summer scheduling, you know, um, uh, would love to see you uh, come to set. And there's an address. Mm. Uh, uh Bring some of your wild inventions. Oh, um, oh no. And then it is signed Dario Fulci. Okay. Um, I was I was gonna say <laughs> um like is that is that offensive? Like <laughs> As a as a Asian in the room, it's not offensive. Then I was like, actually, literally every like Asian dad or someone I know writes their texts and emails like that. <laughs> well, I was gonna say this isn't an Asian person who's writing this. This name is clearly Italian. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, apparently he has weird inventions. Uh, also, the address the, where mm-hmm. he's being invited to go is in New Jersey. Oh, no. Not New Jersey. <laughs> Not New Jersey. Scarier than any <laughs> ghost we've ever had to deal with before. Guys, I got a gun. We're fine. <laughs> As a real-life New Yorker, this is horrible. Like, I don't right? want to go to Jersey. <laughs> right? um, oh, no. <sighs> All right. Well, that makes me a little more worried now that he apparently has, quote, crazy inventions. And none of them are here. We should see if we can find his desk where he works. Yeah, I was going to say, you know that he works at the Nakatomi Corporation at their New York headquarters. So if you were to go there and just be like, hey, we're investigating this. Can we, like, see this guy's office? They would probably show you because, yeah. Okay. All right. I've been Uh, told everything is legal in New Jersey. It's true. It's true. (laughs) Uh, All right. Then I will. um, I'll continue tearing through other stuff while they continue to experiment with mirrors. Yeah. Uh, experimenting with the mirror and the TV. Roll me moves. All right. I'm going to do it. 11. Nothing out of the ordinary happens. You turn on the TV, you get static. It's reflected in the mirror. Turn off the TV. Static goes away. Nothing different. That's so weird. Oh, did the, the the name, the I guess the cinematographer, director, whoever it is who wrote the letter, that doesn't that's not like a, is that a popular name. Like, uh, I'm Dario assuming Fulci? not. Yeah. Da- like... yeah. Dario Fulci. Have you ever heard that name? I would I would say that the casual moviegoer in the 80s probably wouldn't have. Uh but a cult movie goer may have. Uh, this would be something that like Maurice could use guess on. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, also, we got a cat on cam, so that's important. Maybe. Just gonna take a minute to Ooh. recognize. It's like a Jalo kind of director guy. Mm. Maybe. Uh, Ted. It's... If Ted is like Ted, Ted is lo- a lover of bizarre and strange movies. So and he's like, you know, spaghetti westerns. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Ex- was... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, it definitely sounds like an Italian director name. But mm-hmm. uh oh Ted, I didn't know you like Jalo movies. The um that's fun. The, the uh but yeah, if someone wants to Yeah, if like Maurice wanted to roll oh, guess on it. He, yeah, for sure. Wow, wait. Oh no, that was so that wasn't um I still need that to roll just... that was just brains. I need to roll an actual guess roll. Twenty two right. on a guess. Um, of course you've heard of Dario Fulci. He's directed so many amazing Italian cult horror movies. Um, Obviously, I'm so well-versed in these. <laughs> it's more that, like, your kids, one of your kids is, like, really into, like, mm-hmm. gross-out horror movies and, like, made you watch them and you hated it. Oh, yeah. This guy, this guy has a whole thing where there's always, like, eyeballs getting poked. Oh, okay. No good. One of no those. Good. Gross oh, you the out. eyeball guy. That's yeah, the eyeball guy. Uh, lots of colored lighting. The um, uh, you remember hearing? Maybe your kid was talking about this. Actually, yeah. Let's say your kid was talking about this. They were really excited. This is how you heard this guy's name most recently. Uh, because apparently, um, they're making another installment of the. Hold on, I need to find the. Thing. Where the heck is it? Very excited to see what movie this is gonna be. Yeah, at Dead End Drive Part Six, Eddie Comes Home, uh, is the is the next slasher movie in a franchise. Um, and they, you know, they have a different director like every movie. Um, but uh, I guess Hollywood decided to tap uh, Dario to direct this one because he's you know made a lot of money for the studio with some of his italian imports so they were like why not give it to the guy um and yeah that was something your kid was talking about how it's like a big deal they're filming it in um around new jersey where they film all of those uh all the installments in that franchise yeah i'll relay that information all right So a horror director wants an engineer who got possibly kidnapped by a ghost to bring his crazy inventions to the set. Man, this is wild. Anything with those mirrors. I I continue to like pull the fridge out. (laughs) (laughs) Pull the fridge out, check it. Uh, Nothing's happening with those mirrors. I'm sorry. So from from what from what we knew last time, the like was used by cults to transfer like spiritual energy as like a conduit like the reverse of our of our power packs right or the reverse mm-hmm. of our traps one of the two do we know the historical significance like what society like what group of people's society was like responsible for that or is that just like a general thing because on top of all of these books there is that book that ancient egypt book uh mm. that's on the table as well is this wild mad inventor like, we just got a wild mad machine that's sure. spitting out ghosts. Is it like now? Now somebody's wanting to bring them on for horror movies. I'm feeling sus about this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good point. So I think, uh, yeah, I think Maurice is gonna start like looking in this ancient Egypt book. Like, basically, his arm has gotten tired from waving it in front of the double uh, <laughs> of the double mirrors, and he'll ask Natalie to like swap him out, and then he'll go and like. <laughs> check uh he'll go and, and and check on the on the book um i mean you could take the book with you if you want yeah. it looks like um 
Yeah, ancient Egyptian uh, architecture, mostly. Yeah, he'll he'll take it. There's some extensive things about the pyramids and how they were built and some temples, stuff like that. Useful. Uh, uh, but yeah, if you want to know stuff like what you were asking about with the the, the ancient cults and the rituals, uh, you can find that out, but that would require you to be like, okay, my character is going to like go to the library yeah, yeah, yeah. and study this for some period of time. For sure. And then I would probably give you some more information on it. But given the resources you have current, you currently have, um, you can't get too much deeper into that than what you already know. Okay. Yeah, Maurice is like, he's just taking shit now. He's grabbed a book, had a magazine. Yeah, like magazine. taking, taking, like borrowing, stealing, taking. Just, whoa, oh, borrowing. I mean, he's, he doesn't have anything here anyways. Yeah, there's not really much else we haven't, I don't think, like ransacked at this point. Is there? No, I don't think so. It doesn't seem that Check way. Check all of the pockets and all of his suits and dress shirts in the closet. So he's got business cards or other funky stuff in those. Um, were there dirty clothes? Yeah, there'd be some dirty clothes. Okay, not all a right. lot like, though. This guy just not wear clothes. Like he has like all of these clothes <laughs> and doesn't <laughs> ever do laundry. Like his one outfit is what he got stolen. It is a cartoon, so who knows? He, he so, is yeah. a, he, he's got <laughs> you that. You open that the real... door and it's like six identical suits. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a he's got real Doug funny energy. Um, the uh, <laughs> no, it's it's one of the the vibe you get from it is that it's like. That he lives here, like he sleeps here, and he like gets up and takes a shower and brushes his teeth, and he might like eat a meal here briefly or like read something for a few hours, but he spends very little of his time in this apartment. Mm, okay, this is a guy who lives at work mostly. That is that is the vibe you're getting after okay. searching this place thoroughly. That makes sense. There's also not personal computers aren't a super common thing, so the computers at work. Um. Okay. All right. I'm. I'm. That's what I'm gonna say. We should check out where this guy works, and also we should get out of this building before somebody accidentally summons some other ancient ghost from somewhere. That's fair. Like I think that's a good idea. Yep. <laughs> I don't see any other leads here. A TV strat hasn't worked. Hmm. Sorry. So gotta take the mirror though. <laughs> take the mirror with you. Head out of the head out of the apartment. Uh it's cold in this building. It was cold in the apartment. It's cold in the whole building. Um you head out of the building. There isn't really any other spooky supernatural incidents. Uh I assume somebody leaves word at the front desk that you finished up in there. Um and you can head to the Nakatome Corporation. Uh, R and D facility in Manhattan. Before we before we leave, I want to tell the front desk person. I want to leave like one of our cards mm -hmm. with the front desk, and I'd be like, "When those HVAC people show up to fix this, can you have them call us when they're done? They're... I want to know what they find the... out." Yeah, the guy looks kind of perplexed, perplexed at you, and just be like, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> Listen, our sure. arcade, our, our where we work, we need a new HVAC system. So if they can do this, they can do a small place. And the guy's like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, no, that makes sense. Sure, yeah, I'll let them. I'll give, I'll get, give them your your contact info." All right. <laughs> Planning um, ahead. Yeah, you know, like it. <laughs> you head out 
get back in the Winnebago and make your way to the Nakatome Corporation R&D headquarters in Midtown Manhattan. And we're going to take a belated break. <laughs> Much needed. We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Actually, it's roughly ten minutes at this point because I know how long it is because of our ad reel. If this is your first time joining us. Please enjoy some classic advertisements, and we will be back as soon as we can. All right, everybody. See you soon. The Really Real Ghostbusters will return after these messages. We now return to the Really Real Ghostbusters. Hello, everybody, and welcome! We really pushed it on the break, but we're back. That's the part that counts. <laughs> we're here. We're having a good time. Lex, take us away. Oh, I believe I was asked a question about a companion. What companion was being referred to? Uh, oh, no, no. My uh, Zoom window was like, Natalie doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> we're good, we're good. That Just companion? Like, oh, no. Not like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, the group has gotten to the Nakatome Enterprises building. Um, it's part of a larger, like, complex of buildings on this street let me see if i have anything specific um yeah it's r&d uh do 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 yeah uh, otherwise i mean it's just got the big logo uh up above the the entrance to the building well head lead the way yeah i'll head inside we'll sure. go right up to the front desk or why well, describe to me the inside of the Nakatomi Corporation. Uh, it's uh, so there is a there is a front desk with uh, uh, a lady, you know, a secretary type person. There's a bunch of um, a bunch of televisions that are all set around the room. May oh, you know what? They probably have one of those big displays where it's like a bunch of TVs uh, stacked on top of each other, like in a grid, and oh, it's yeah. all one big image that's playing across all of them. That was like freaking cutting-edge technology in the deal. 80s. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's playing like um, music videos and, uh, yeah, it's probably just tuned to MTV. It, they're hip. They're with it. What, what, what's on? What's on? Just out of curiosity. If I had to put you oh. on the spot right now. Well, oh no! I mean, it's probably uh, would be the outfield, one of their music videos. Um, that's what we oh. had a commercial for last time yeah, on fair, the show. Fair, all right, that works. Uh, so yeah, I'll go up to the the front desk. Cool. Um, uh, the lady's like, uh, "Hello, sir. What can I help you with?" Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're Ghostbusters. Uh, we're here investigating. Uh, a very important case. Uh, and one of your employees, Mr. Tanaka, uh, I hear he he worked here. Uh, oh, Vince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I think and she like fl flips through some uh, some papers and she's like, oh, yeah, right here. Uh, Belvedere said you'd be coming, uh, said right. to give you access to uh main floors and tanaka's offices um and she like presses a button on the desk and you're and like a door to her right like unlocks 
And she's like, okay, so it's through there. And um, if you just go down, it's going to be the last door on the right is uh, is his office. I think his um, his coworker should be there. Uh, uh, Steve. Steve, got it. All right. And she's like, I'm sorry, uh, Dr. Gutenberg is his name, but yeah. Uh, can Great. you tell us anything about Steve? Uh, uh, well, he's... Uh, He's, a he's uh, would you say? Uh, he's a pretty handsome guy, but uh, but I mean, <laughs> you know, this uh, you get the you get the vibe that this woman is a little bit infatuated with this guy. Ah, I see. Um, but um, but she's like, oh, but he's been working here for you know a few years. Um, he and uh, he and Vince, uh, I think, came over at the same time. That was before I uh got hired on. Mm. Were they close? Uh oh yeah, oh yeah. Vince and Steve, yeah, two peas in a pod. But go talk to him. I'm sure he'll answer any questions you need to know. Yeah, thank you. All right, I will go follow the path to find Vince's desk. Um, or you, Steve. yeah, <laughs> either one. Uh, you walk down the hallway. There's um. A lot of doors to either side that are leading to R&D areas, and a lot of them have those little glass windows in them, so you can, like, peek in if you want. Hmm. Um, most yeah, I'll scene... peek in the first one. Let's peek in the first one, see what's in there. Um, looks like uh, there's, there's, like, a stereo system set up and, like, a person sitting in front of it hmm. in a little armchair... And the stereo system is like arranged, like all the speakers are arranged around them. And you just, you can't hear anything, but you like are peeking in and suddenly like the glass rattles a little bit. Uh, and the person just goes, Ugh, and all their hair is like blown back. <laughs> and then, and right. then they just sort of, yeah, they sort of look off to the, to uh, in another direction at someone who you don't have an angle on. And, and they're just like, <laughs> all right uh and then i i will just keep going that was enough for me <laughs> we're in a cartoon yeah, yeah i know i know i know um, um so yeah cool um yeah you can get to the office at the last door on the right and yeah it says um uh yeah dr uh dr tanaka dr gutenberg um uh engineering uh r d and uh you open it up and man this place is a mess <laughs> there's uh it what hits you is just the sheer amount of stuff that's in this room it's a two-person office and a fairly spacious two-person office, but it is just crammed with so many things. Uh, a lot of it's trash. There's like candy wrappers on the on the desks and stuff, but also like tons of electronics, some of which are like half taken apart. There's, um, let's see here. Uh, oh, there's a mini fridge um there's uh there's like a tv with a with a sega master system hooked up to it 
uh there's a bunch of like empty coke cans i'm sorry there's a bunch of empty new coke cans and uh there's like uh yeah i mean all sorts of junk uh like electronic toys basically all over the place and there are two desks one of which no one's sitting at the other there is a a guy with a, a a walkman who seems to be listening to something so he doesn't hear the door open and his back is to you is not what I expected. I guess that's a little bit of what I expected, but I'll go over and I'll just like knock on the desk. Uh he he sees that and he like takes the headphones off. He's like, oh uh I'm sorry. <laughs> um, whoa hey uh how's our whoa you folks are are are, are you exterminators? Sort of a kind <laughs> I like you know, I just have this vision of Natalie pulling out the gun and be like, oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> or Mallory, sorry. <laughs> Maurice is eating a, no, a discarded candy bar. The gun yet. <laughs> no, it's I just like the image of that is so good. Um yeah, Maurice is eating mixed nuts. And no, they're... he's eating a discarded candy bar. Like, if there's, like, all sorts of, like, trash and half foods that's oh, littered no. around, like, he's just, like, grabbed it and just, like, like yeah, this like... baby Ruth was totally mine before I walked yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, like, the guy uh, holds his hand out. He's like, hey, um, Dr. Gutenberg, nice to meet you. Uh, hi, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Ted. Listen, we're the, we're the Ghostbusters, and we're investigating your partner. The Ghostbusters? Wow. The really the, real ones. The really real. Oh, I thought, I mean, I've seen your commercials. You don't uh, look the same as. Uh... I thought you were all as guys. Well. <laughs> we're very progressive. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, listen. <laughs> just exchange his glasses <laughs> with Mallory. Just... What? <laughs> what? Uh... Listen, your friend here, Vince, right? Vince? Yeah, that's his name. Uh, yep. They're paying us to look into this. Were you guys messing with supernatural stuff? We're, he's, he's like, were we messing with supernatural stuff? Uh, I mean, no. We make TVs, man. Do you know I where got- he is? It says insight check, but this isn't D and D. Not D and D. He's just like, look, everyone's flipping out that Vince is missing. He's been gone for two days. He's probably just out partying or something. I mean, the guy lets loose every once in a while. I'm sure he's gonna show back up. That'd be Where did fine. he go partying? Oh well, you know we uh around new york different places he's also got a lot of friends in hollywood sometimes he'll fly out there um i mean we um we came up together uh caltech so then uh he was from san francisco um i was from santa cruz met down there uh went through college together um got hired uh, on to Nakatome pretty early right after graduation uh in the um uh, most of the audio departments I mean Vince was really in charge of a lot of the um 
all the cassette mastering and stuff, uh, reducing ground noise, stuff like that. He's really a whiz with it, with that tech. Um, and yeah, like, uh, we worked together pretty much ever since, but, um, yeah, Vince can, Vince can party when he wants to. Doesn't track with anything. I mean, maybe not, but. Maybe not. Uh, if you look around, actually, if you want to look around the office more thoroughly, I can give you some more specific items, but, uh. He's just like, yeah, I mean, anything you want to know, uh, like I said, I don't uh, I don't really think anything terrible happened to Vince. I think he's probably fine, but. Um, uh, why, would, why wouldn't he tell you where he was going if he was going to just like not come to work? Well, I can't say that I'm not a little offended. Uh, I would have liked to know if he had something cool he was going to do. But, you know, I mean, he could be secretive about stuff, especially lately. Especially lately. I'm being like unnecessarily detective-y. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, oh, well, uh, the higher-ups tapped him for some new R&D stuff that's like real hush-hush. I don't even know what it's about. But again, like, we make TVs. I don't know why any of this would deal with, you know, ghosts or whatever. Uh, but um, I really don't... Uh, I. I think he's probably just like out. Last I heard from him, he was mentioning something about uh, one of his friends. Yeah, was in Jersey and he was going to see. He he was thinking about going to see him, um, like a movie shoot or or something. I mean, you know, free craft services get to hobnob with some actors, actresses, stunt people. Vince always really was interested to a, uh, in a lot of the technical stuff they did there. Uh, that was his, sort of his whole Hollywood uh, side of him. But uh, but he wasn't sure if he was going to go. I mean, I guess he decided to, right? I don't trust this guy at all. You don't trust Steve Gutenberg? I, I trust Steve <laughs> Gutenberg, but this version of him... Mm-hmm. Does he look like Steve Gutenberg? He does. He looks exactly all like right. Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Got that damn trustworthy face. He, just, he he looks at you. He's like Twinkie. He holds up a Twinkie. Oh, can't resist a Twinkie. Right. And these are good '80s Twinkies, not the yeah. stuff we have nowadays. Mm-hmm. Actual cake. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. I mean, I guess I should give a description. If you know what Steve Gutenberg looks like from the movie Short Circuit. Yeah, it's he. He looks like that. He's got the. He's like got jeans. He's got like a button-up shirt and a tie, but the tie is like really loose, and the shirt's like kind of untucked. Uh, and he's got like sneakers, and then he's got like a lab coat on over that. Is there a Johnny Five in process somewhere in this room? Uh, in the room, you don't see a Johnny Five, okay. but there is a knock at the door, um, and. Steve's like, oh, oh, hold on. He opens up the door, and in the doorway is a a robot on wheels that's like, uh, hello, Steve. And Steve's like, Johnny Five. Um, wow. He's like, what are my creations? And he gives him like a pat on the head. <laughs> um, okay. Wow, we're we're real advanced in our robotics. Mm-hmm. I mean, Johnny Five is not as advanced in this as he is in like 
the short circuit film. I was um, he's not craving input and reading books in like a split second. Right. And he's not like used by the US Defense Department. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh but I will point out that the tech in this universe is pretty advanced because you have an unlicensed nuclear yeah, accelerator yeah, yeah. on your back. So Johnny Five existing would actually be like would kind of make sense. Um <laughs> uh but uh yeah he's in that he's just like giant five's like hey who are your friends and his fun little robot expressive face with his eyebrows like moves we're ghostbusters it's like whoa cool dude (laughs) says the robot (laughs) (laughs) and uh and steve looks at him he's like Johnny, how much time have you been spending in the lobby watching MTV? Johnny's just like, nice. and Johnny's like, spring break 20 or spring break 1986, baby. And then yeah. he, his arms both go up in the air and he does like a 360 spin. Oh my God. Adorable. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll pull out the PKE meter and just like walk around their lab. Um, Is this yeah. also immune to no. No, 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 The, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you walk around the lab with the PKE meter. Um, you're not getting any um, uh, signals in this room at all. Okay. You're looking around at the different stuff. There's like, um, so yeah, there's the second master in like Vince's area, right? There's a second mm-hmm. master system TV. There's like uh, an Apple computer. <laughs> there's uh, and there's some like toys and knickknacks. Like there's a few like um a lot uh, there's like some transformers right a lot of the toys in the 80s that were either electronic or could do something like interesting so like the transformers that can you know be transformed into different ways there was a couple of those and there's also like a teddy ruxpin on a shelf (laughs) just for reference while i'm here and we're not in that weird anti-ghost technology building is natalie still coming up as same on this pke meter as before i want to make sure it's not getting worse this is not getting worse now or i guess more intense it could maybe worse isn't the right term (laughs) well i mean i would i would call it worse (laughs) i was gonna say yeah (laughs) i know you're you're valid yeah it's just like well i guess you know potentially although i'm not sure how clued in mallory is to exactly how all of the technology works after what we saw in some of the instances but like the the lights or whatever will definitely go up whenever kind of move past Natalie with the PK meter. Cause I keep forgetting. You don't know that. Oh yeah. No, that she's like part ghost right now. Part ghost. Do I notice you like being a little weird around her? I, well, just like, you know, walking around and then just like, mm, mm, okay. Just keep walking. <laughs> Okay, I wouldn't think anything of it. (laughs) If it was anyone else but Ted. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Fair. uh, Okay. Uh, Like, I'm sure he knows what he's doing. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, wait. He said they did, like, ground noise cancellation stuff. Well, they worked in uh, they worked in audio uh, cassette stuff, because because this place makes like stereo systems oh. and TVs. 
why they got hired. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll say this in character. Yeah, that was why we got hired. I mean, we um we came up doing that stuff in Caltech. Real uh, Vince was especially like a whiz at that stuff. Um, you know, I can show you some of the um some of the current R and D um in some in some of the uh you know main areas. If you want to look at some of the stuff that's being worked on, sure, could be useful. Yeah. So to, to do any of the removal of grounding noise or, or whatever it is, do you just put it into one of your machines that you got around here and it just hop skips, makes it fix or, uh, or, uh, <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> well, it's a little more complicated than that. There's a lot of, you really got to have like a frequency filter and it's, it gets pretty technical, but, um, it's more that we try to manufacture, uh, stereos that, Eliminate as much noise as possible. You got one of those lying around? It's just like, well, yes. Uh, here. Okay, I, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, we might need to borrow one uh, for the time being in order to... Uh, <laughs> to we It's part of the investigation, you know? Like, we, we may have found some evidence uh, linked to uh, some some supernatural sounds. Uh, and you know what? I know I know that you, you're, you're in the process. You know, you still need your research money. We're getting paid good uh, from Mr. Belvedere, as I'm sure you are, being a, uh, being a technician. Uh, let's say we strike a bargain here. Uh, uh, if you were willing to uh, possibly uh, 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 lower your inventory of one of these stereo systems, how much uh, how much would that probably run us? You know, I I'm I'm guessing I got so I got a I got a stereo of my own. Is it one of those things where you just like you could even upgrade it? Uh, make a cool roll can i use my bargain skill yes Ooh. you can Ooh. 20 no ghost die yes nothing sub 20 tonight right I no think. not for maurice maurice's lowest wow. roll has been this at a 20 the uh steve is like okay listen i have wanted for like ever since i heard about you guys to take a look at some of the tech that you're messing with it is cool as shit uh i've got some of our testing equipment uh that i keep here for you know work purposes it's test yeah um yeah if if you want to if you want to borrow some of that but like i could take a look at some of your stuff i'd be happy to make that happen you know off the record did uh, someone say borrow <laughs> <laughs> You hear the operative word. Um, so yeah, if uh, if you want some audio, uh, uh, what would the term be? Audio editing or audio um, cleaning um, hardware. Uh, he can so he can let you he lend you some of that stuff, but he wants to take a look at some of the Ghostbusters, some of the classic Ghostbusters equipment, because oh, he just yeah. seems to think it's really cool. I mean, it is, it is really cool. Yeah. It is really cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, Maurice headed this uh, this endeavor. 
He has a proton pack and an infrared camera on him. The infrared camera is not particularly pack. special. So we yeah. can we can leave the proton pack. Yeah, I mean, he would love to take a look at a proton pack or a ghost trap. Um, yeah, I also have a trap on me, so if we want to do that. Okay, how about this? What do we feel more comfortable giving a crazy engineer True. the ability to backwards engineer? True. Back. Say it. I don't want to give him a... I mean, a proton pack is dangerous. Even <laughs> trained hands. We've been... We wrecked a large part of a museum. Most yeah. of the Macy's. Part of the subway. We're not exactly... And we're and we're as trained as one can be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we I mean, I've seen the police academy. I don't want to give trap. Steve Gutenberg a proton pack. Yeah. What? So, like a, so maybe Steve Gutenberg should have petted a Ghostbusters movie. Really a crime that he wasn't, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you really... You know, he, he would have fit in just fine. He could have been mm -hmm. Lewis Tully. Um, For sure. Uh, anyway. A PKE yeah. meter? Maybe I think the trap. I think he wants the trap or the or the pack. So yeah, yeah. I, f I feel like out of the two, the trap is the safest. Because like, what yeah. what is he gonna do with that? Accidentally make things safer by trapping a ghost. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say. I hope that <laughs> there that's, you go. So yeah, I guess it's, yeah, it, it should seems be fine. The fair. Safest. Yeah, that's a fair yeah. argument. Okay, so you folks can trade him a trap, and you can get uh like a a high like a hi-fi uh audio processing unit. Okay. Very cool. Okay. Uh, whoever's trading him the trap, write that down in your inventory. Uh, yeah, I gotta take the card off of my hand. Um, he's just he did, gets the trap. He's like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> did uh did Vince have any? Were there any like specific? So we know he came here to work, and we know he's like a workaholic, or yeah. maybe a party guy. I'm very confused. None well, of here's this adds up. It, you know? he's he's definitely he definitely spends a lot of time here because there's this place is very lived in oh you can find all those vhs tapes that okay, were not in here. his apartment are all here it's like he just didn't take the cases because he was lazy um okay. but ha most of them are like in various vcrs at different points in the tapes uh, okay here i'm like oh my god he must be re-recording over them for some crazy thing. Yeah. And then he just watches the movies at work, I guess. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's exactly like Steve's like, oh yeah, he's got a certain scenes that he likes to watch. He cues him up. Um <laughs> All right. Uh does he have like is there like paperwork or printouts or basically I'm looking for, you know, that manila folder that says like confidential super from, secrets. You know what I the super secret thing? That's like, this is the stuff he's working on that we're not supposed to know about. That for uh, some yes. reason, he leaves on his desk. He leaves on his desk. You know what I mean? If you're, if you're looking around for that, you don't yeah. find anything. Um, okay. And uh, um, meanwhile, Johnny Five is attempting to learn to juggle in the back. <laughs> and it's not going well. And Steve is like, no, that's... Oh, God. <laughs> but... Oh, um, Five. Uh and so yeah, Steve and Johnny Five are having having a little having a little father son moment in the over in that part of the room. Ted is looking through stuff. What what are other people doing? Oh, I will point out with the stereo unit. Um mm. has a bunch of knobs on it, 
a lot of different settings. It's the kind of thing that like, yeah, you could set it up and start using it, but it's like a several hour process to mm. like oh. go through the audio and like find the frequencies yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Depending think, on what you're trying to do. I think that Maurice is probably just like, all right, like, like starting to already just like fiddle with it. Yeah. There's like a pair of headphones you found that you plugged into it you're like listening to stuff what uh what tape are you messing with um yeah uh i'm gonna i'm gonna check out spooky tape that we found oh the spooky tape you found yeah because on the other side it was all distorted and had the internet Mm -hmm, sounds mm -hmm. going on to it so i'm gonna start on that b side and just be going to town on the knobs (laughs) cool you're doing that yeah, what are uh, Mallory and Natalie doing? Uh... Want to check out the other labs? You want to talk to Steve Gutenberg? You want to hang out with Johnny Five? <laughs> want to play the Sega <laughs> Master System? Oh, as much as I want to do that. Um, considering there was a tape in the apartment i kind of want to look around and see if there's a tape missing or there's a group of tapes somewhere that i can kind of match that to just around the lab around the offices kind of around anywhere that uh vince would have been there is if you're looking through the stuff you will find uh a drawer that has a bunch of cassettes in it uh, and a lot of them are like mixtapes. So, you know, like a lot of pop hits. One of them is like, you know, like Sidney Lopper mix. And, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you notice that the cassettes they were cur- recorded on are the same brand as the one that you found at the apartment. Right. Uh, except these are all labeled. And you're flipping through. There's definitely there's a stereo with um, a cassette player in it. And you're going through, you're going through and you're looking through them. And then, like, the last one, you pull out, and it's not the same brand. It has a sticker over it written in Sharpie that's, like, another mix. Like, you know, um, uh, what would be a good thing? Um, I should know this. I listen to so much 80s music. I should, uh, uh, Dire Straits, probably. Like, uh, Dire Straits mix. Um, and it, uh... But the brand is completely different. This is a Teddy Ruxpin cassette tape, but it looks like he taped over it with this music mix and then slapped a label on it. I don't know if that on it. Hmm. Yeah, I'll single that one out. Um, and also, yeah, there there must be something to play this on in the office. So I'll go ahead oh, yeah. There's the Teddy it. Ruxpin that was on the toy shelf. Yeah. <laughs> well, this, there sounds... is the Teddy Ruxpin that was on the oh, toy no. shelf. I'm curious to see what it's going to sound like coming out of a Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> May as well. Uh, oh, good. Thank goodness. This Brothers in Arms was released in 85. This reference does make sense. This Dire Straits song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, did that come out in '87? <laughs> uh, so yeah, the um, you can grab that and you. Can, th- so there is a stereo system with a cassette player in there, but you can you can also pull the Teddy Ruxpin off the shelf and uh, put that tape in if you want. Uh, you know what? <laughs> just for the last of it, we're gonna we're gonna go for the Teddy Ruxpin. Let's do it. 
Uh, the uh, you pop the tape in the Teddy Ruxpin and hit play, and you hear you know Money for Nothing starts playing. <laughs> There's that like like I want my MTV. Um, but the Teddy Ruxpin doesn't move. Um, it just the cassette just plays, and the Teddy Rux- Ruxpin is is still. Um, and uh, Steve might notice that and be like hey dire straits uh and he looks over and he's like oh you don't play it with the bear i mean that's you're gonna get like the there's a really nice stereo system right there just use a stereo system don't these things usually move oh well that's the thing with the teddy ruxpin um it's both sides of the tape so one side is the audio and the other side is the information that gets sent to the bear to like you know have the have it move and blink and all that stuff what is happening? Oh. Um, Magic. yeah, Natalie looks over to <laughs> Maurice then. Just do, 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 do. <laughs> like, I'll get to the center. I'll get to the source of this. Hey, Maurice, would I be able to borrow that tape? He hands it back to you. Okay, At this I'm... point, I assume that, like, he's still in the, like, mindset of, like, we're getting paid by the day. And he has yeah. since stopped trying to figure it out. And he's tuned in listening to, like, a Cubs game or something like oh that. Like, <laughs> it's got, like, a radio on it. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, listening yeah. to, like, Chicago sports. Like, he's dialed it into their radio. Yeah. And, yeah, I'll try to put um, it onto the B-side that we didn't understand before. Mm. That was nonsensical to us. You Yeah, mm. you throw that you throw that tape into the Teddy Rucks bin. And you he and the Teddy Ruxpin starts moving, and it says the same thing it said in the uh, office. So it starts reciting pi, but the mouth moves and the eyes open and shut. Um, and Steve sees that and is just like gives you this weird look, and Johnny Five is like, Vince, it's Vince, and points over at the bear. <laughs> Um, and Steve's like, no, that's Johnny. That's not Vince. That's a, that's, that's a recording. It's like recording a Vince. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Johnny. We love him. (laughs) That's really interesting. I guess that's what the B-side meant. It's supposed to go to something like this. I would look over at Steve Gutenberg, Dr. Um, any idea why Vince would have a recording of him saying 39 digits of pi? He's just like, uh, well, I, I couldn't imagine why you would have anything like that. And then he just is just like, uh, oh, you know, I have a meeting. Look at the time. Mm. <laughs> he just starts heading towards the oh, door. Oh, no. I don't have it. I'm not good at convincing people to tell me things. You could rough him up. You could rough up Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out a gun. Be like, Hold it right there. <laughs> You're not going anywhere. Oh, God. You leave when, when Mallory says you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> How did it come to this? <laughs> Who knew, who knew that one little altercation with a police officer in the museum could become a defining character personality <laughs> trait? Uh, I'm sorry. So what do people do? I'm sorry. 
Um, they I mean, I'll Steve hold Gutenberg? him up. Sure. Yeah. I'll be like, hey. Uh, what, what meeting? He's just, he's just like, oh, uh, you know, big, big engineering, uh, me mm. meeting. Just gotta, I just really gotta, I just really gotta get to that. I'm sorry, I can't help more. I just, uh, and he's like trying to like shift his way out of the, out of this office as you're like kind of standing in his way. <laughs> oh, I will, I will pretend to do the like thing where you try to move out of each other's way, but like end up keep keeping blocking each other. So I'll just keep blocking. I'm like, yeah. oh, sorry, so sorry. <laughs> um, I, I mean, it's just, it's so strange. Surely, as the person who knows him best, you would know why you would have a cassette like this. Uh, I would, uh, we, um, you know, I, I mean, Vince and I, I mean, we were close, but we, I don't know why, I don't know anything about this. Um, I would like you to make some kind of role for me. Um, cool. this would this would be cool. Oh, this would cool. definitely. Yeah. Be cool. I was gonna say you're the one of the coolest. Yeah, I'm one of the coolest. Fourteen. Maybe. Yeah, I mean Steve Gutenberg. How how strong willed is Steve Gutenberg really? <laughs> Doctor Steve Gutenberg. Doctor Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's just like, he's, his voice just gets down to a whisper. He's like, look. You guys gotta understand. I like you, but this place is major. I mean, the, the stuff Vince was working on—I don't know anything about it. He couldn't tell me. Nobody was. Nobody could know. But I do know that to get into the lab that does it, you needed voice ID and retinal scan and a password. Hmm. And I know that he modded that Ruxpin because he would always complain that he could never remember the goddamn password. <laughs> so he said he was just going to record it. But I was like, oh. but I was like, Vince, you can't record it because you need to do the voice and the eye scan at the same time. And the next day I saw him met, saw him tinkering with that Ruxpin, you know, uh, he didn't hear it from me. Okay. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Hmm, that, that's really interesting. Does the um, Ruxpin's eyes look different? Yeah. Now I'm terrified. <laughs> yeah. Ruxpin like a like. human eye inside of <laughs> all that. Well, that's it's the thing, like right? real horror today. <laughs> do, you yeah, know, do you know what a... Do you have a regular Tay Ruxpin to, to compare? Um, but the, the eyes do look more... Um, uh, they don't. They don't look like human eyes. Um, <laughs> but they look. Okay. But they look like. Um, like the Teddy Ruxpin is cheap plastic. But now that he mentions it, that you look. You look into the the eyes of the thing. They look like much nicer than the whole rest of the unit. Hmm. Hmm. Well, look, man. I I know you don't have a meeting. It's it's okay. I we don't want to bother you much longer. So if you could just. Tell me one more thing. Um, where where does he go to use the password? What? With this password that he has, like, where does he go to use the thing? Oh yeah, no, it's um, uh, it's it's down that hall. You'll see a sign for like restricted area, and he can like point you in that direction. 
Um, You're not pulling my leg. It's like, he's like, no, I'm not. Listen, I wouldn't. Uh, but, you know, th this whole place is decked out in security cameras. If you go over there, they're, they're going to see you. Okay, this could be critical information, though, if you really is missing. Thank you. You've done a good deed. <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's me. <laughs> and, uh, all right, well, thank you. And I'll go tell everybody else and make, be like, look, guys, do we think this is actually a supernatural occurrence? Buddy but me saw weird stuff in a mirror. I saw like weird that. stuff in a mirror. Weird stuff in a mirror right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Natalie saw weird stuff in a fridge. Well. <laughs> fridge, yeah. mirror, you know. It's all different. Fridge is the mirror anything. to the soul. <laughs> but I mean, I'd also like to point out that the label on that thing that we found in the subway leads oh, us here. Right. That's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Right. <gasps> The Nakatomi yeah. Corporation device. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Oh if anything, God. they know what's going on. The ghost the might not strings. be involved, but they know. How do we okay. pass security? Uh, when you say that, Maurice will say, I think I got an idea. And he'll look down at Johnny Five. No. <laughs> you have to get Johnny Five, Five involved in hijinks in order to distract everybody. <laughs> Johnny Five like looks up at you and he's like, "Hey, dude!" <laughs> and his eyebrows wiggle. <laughs> Maurice will squat down. Say, "Have you ever learned how to skateboard before?" <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, "Skateboard, tread, Papa Wheelie." Ollie, uh, I've read all the literature. <laughs> all the right lingo. <laughs> Maurice, uh, if there's like, if, if he can find a length of board with some wheels on it, uh, like, like a cleaning, like a cleaning washboard or something like that. Cause sometimes they, they'll have those or like something. I don't know. Uh, basically. Probably. Give Johnny Five a skateboard, uh, and tell him to just like make mischief somewhere. Because <laughs> I know he can't do the kicks, but I'm pretty sure in the movies his arm like extends down and he like pushes himself forward. Yeah, I think that does happen. Um, at least in Short Circuit too. Yeah. Um. The. Uh... Yeah, he could do that. Yeah, Maurice is Maurice is uh, he's gonna team up uh, with Johnny uh, and say we're gonna play tag. I'll chase you. Oh my god! Oh god! And he'll like he's give like, a thumbs up to the rest, but then he'll start to like, hey, he has my such and such a thing, and like chase after Johnny to try and get try and get security like involved in this <laughs> no, chase. Oh my god! Oh, I'm yeah. just redoing oh, this now. Okay. Uh, Johnny Five is like. Oh, I love tag. Let's play. <laughs> so bet you can't catch me. Hey, <laughs> And so Maurice is gonna like 
for if we end the scene here anything like that maurice is like he'll he will be involved with scampering around with johnny five <laughs> if we are just imagine like the jojo's to be continued with maurice running down the hall and he'll know Joe just bizarre. It has to have like the of. sepia. It starts playing yes as the like t- <laughs> like next time at the bottom. It's a yeah, simulator love... space, Maurice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I so I was not expecting that. <laughs> you do you want to um do you want to try, try and make a roll for it, or do you want to just use some brownie points? How many brownie happen? points would I have to use to cause hijinks? This is hilarious because it involves Johnny Five, so you can do it for three. I'll let you just do it for three. I'm definitely going to expend three brownie points to cause hijinks with Johnny Five in Nakatomi Tower. Yeah, right. (laughs) You run off into another part of the um, R&D labs with Johnny Five. Uh, Johnny Five is laughing, being like, yeah, on a skateboard. You can't catch me. Um, and just you hear like a crash at some point. The rest of the group, uh, and an alarm goes off. It shows like the top, like above where Johnny Five is, and it just shows like things ruffling and moving. So that way, like you have the illusion that he's Over riding cubicle underneath. walls. Like just, yeah, you know, yes, yeah, exactly just like papers that. exploding. People, like, Whoa! <laughs> um. So Maurice and Johnny Five are gone. The rest of the group. You know where the the off limits area is, mm-hmm. and you got the Teddy Ruxpin. Let's go. Yeah, right. I guess we go. Do it. Yeah, as you're heading down that hallway, you te- you see two security guards come out of a side room and head in the opposite direction, being like, "It's that damn robot <laughs> again." <laughs> the other one's like, "I feel like we had calls for that like every week." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you get to the uh, off limits area, a very imposing large metal door, um, with what looks like a, a retinal scanner and a little microphone built into the wall. Hmm. Play it again. You take the bear. Yeah. You gonna hold it up to the thing? I, yeah, I guess. Right, that's what we have to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, yeah. Yeah, it says it's it says the the formula of pi to the 39th digit. Um and you just hear like uh uh a, a pre-recorded uh voice say um scanning scanning retinal scan accepted Dr. Vince Tanaka and then you hear chink as the door unlocks uh and opens. Oh time to commit to the bit y'all <laughs> yeah right in we go there you go you're into this i like how maurice somehow ended up not having to go <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you know I, again mallory wasn't there when we were running in to bust the ghosts in the street and he's on the car true. phone calling them tv to give true. them his information true <laughs> Oh, oh, I gosh. was not indeed. <laughs> so he got, he uh, got through. He got, I got through though. I got to stay. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, this leads in two directions. There is the um, there's a files area, and uh, there is the uh, off limits R and D labs. Should we split up? 
Nobody's got a walkie-talkie. I, I have a walkie-talkie. Well, we have a yeah, singular walkie. <laughs> and I didn't bring my walkie-talkie. None of you ever bring your walkie-talkies. No, I did. No, it's we... there in my inventory. I, <laughs> I, love, I love that this happens constantly. We should just bring a bullhorn instead of a walkie-talkie. Yeah. I feel like that would serve us better use, you know, at this point. At this point. Yeah. Hey, I'm over here. Oh, all right. Well, there we go. <laughs> Follow the um, sound of my voice. I'm gonna okay. <laughs> if you are gonna split up, I'm gonna because we're running a little low on time. I'm gonna truncate the files room area and then give a fun little scene in the R and D lab area. So, are you going to split up? I think I would. Yeah, I think to save okay. time, I think we should. We shouldn't spend a lot R&D. of time in here. I'll All go right. to R and D because that's I think where everything's bad's happening. Okay, okay. So you going to files. I can go to files. Same. All right. Go to files. Two people go to files. And. Well, if two. Uh, I feel like the R&D might be more dangerous. So I could go. Since I have both a gun and a proton I was going to say, yeah. Uh, I want, okay. I want Mallory, You know, that's fair. That's very want, fair. You know what? Last <laughs> okay. time Mallory and I split up and things only went smoothly. We convinced the Triceratops that we needed. They needed to help us. Mm-hmm. So really, it's ooh, true. No, no. Okay. <laughs> We might leave with Johnny Five at the end of this. Who knows? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. You know, maybe. You just need to borrow him. And then that's, yeah. that's the key word. <laughs> uh, there is a... So uh, Nat- Natalie gets into the, the file area. And... Uh, sit oh actually no i can't truncate that okay we'll we're gonna do fun cliffhangers for both areas this will be good uh natalie walks into the file area and it's labeled files and you walk in and there are no filing cabinets anything like that there is instead a rack of servers and in the center of the room is a large black computer bank with a light on it um and it says hello would you like to play a game? Oh no! <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the uh, the other two characters go to the R and D lab, and you see uh, several things. There is a um a large um satellite dish which has been set up in this in this high ceilinged room. Uh, there are several electronic devices, um, that are, you know, messes of wires and stuff. They're, you know, like half finished prototypes. Uh, and there's a desk with some papers on it. Notes, technical stuff. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I guess the notes and technical stuff. Right, it seems sure. like maybe. Sure. I can um, look at the prototypes. While you go through this. Sure. Uh, the notes would have, um, yeah, a lot of um, engineering schematics, uh, really highly technical things, and then there's one handwritten one, um, that says, uh. This came from the very top. I have no idea what they want it for, but it's very exciting tech. 
and that's like pointing at the uh like a requisition for like some parts hmm. okay can we identify what they go to yeah are these parts we're familiar with or vaguely it's like really high-end electronics like power sources like the kind of okay. thing that you know you ripped out of the train uh oh, computer okay. chips a whole wow this thing eight megs of ram mess around with that's insane there's that's no insane. way you'll need Gosh. more than that you can Ever, go to right? space on that that's exactly. what i'm saying uh future right there the um so yeah like high-end computing stuff um there's some stuff scribbled in the notes about like satellite tech um uh some other things you see about like the where there's like notes about like signal bouncing where it's like you'll see a schematic with like the the satellite dish stuff and then there'll be a note written next to it it's like um change amplitude for better better signal bounce ratio or something like that there's a question mark you know uh things like that it is a ghost building uh yeah and and as for the hardware equipment that Mallory's checking out uh yeah there's the satellite dish there's these other parts everything's powered down um but after looking at it for a minute you're like oh yeah if you flipped this switch and that switch and this other switch you could power this up if you wanted sure why not excellent I love this, I love this plan <laughs> I'm excited to see what happens I just start um, flipping switches. <laughs> you start flipping switches. Everything starts to to power up. Uh, you get that nice hum. Uh, Natalie, uh, down the corridor, you you hear a low frequency hum in your mind, very similar to when that arcade machine got turned on. Oh, okay. uh, and uh, <laughs> uh, and in the um in the uh, R and D lab suddenly um this machine comes to life uh and we get like oh the 80s rotoscope lightning is like arcing around uh and a whole the reality like warbles a little bit it's not cool. it's not it's not normal it doesn't seem good um your in pka the, meter even though it isn't on starts going off <laughs> oh no uh, then explodes. Oh no! <laughs> um, the yes, this is so uh, Mallory. This is all happening next to you as you've turned on the equipment and it's powering up. Um, I'm just like the. Uh, it's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and suddenly, like a bunch of the electricity um, uh, forms into uh, a somewhat humanoid shape. It's a little. It's a little, uh, it's a little goblin-y looking, like a little like hunched dude, and it sort of looks up and it like cackles laughter at you, and then it jumps into an electrical outlet, and then you just see this spark of electricity going up through the wall and into another room. Um... Oh, that's great! And that After is it. where, yeah, that is where we're going to stop this session. That is perfect. I am horrified. This is excellent. Lex, thank you so much for running this game. 
my god. It, we, I mean, sounds like we're putting in overtime. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it's part of the retainer. You know, we we argued for hazard pay as well as mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. In, in our contract. But speaking <laughs> of contracts, uh, I mean, hey. Technically, these players are are pseudo contracted to to play games with me. I really like that. It's a fun time. <laughs> I say pseudo. pseudo it's a contract. verbal contract. It's a verbal contract. Uh, <laughs> but I always have a blast whenever these folks are on the channel. Hey, Lex, where can we find you? What do you do? Oh goodness, you can find me on Twitter at Dank Dungeons. There's a link tree on there to all the different things that I do, which include writing RPGs, writing RPG supplements, uh, writing music for RPG supplements, and doing various live streams. So uh, feel free to check out and support the stuff that I do. I greatly appreciate it. Excellent. And Ted, where can we find you? What do you do? Uh, well, my name is Ted, and I run Nerd Immersion. I cover all sorts of TTRPG-related stuff. Like this big list of RPGs I have to get through over here. Um, but yeah, I do all sorts of that stuff, primarily over on YouTube. You can see me streaming one night a week with Lex, and then I promise, Kindor, someday we're going to get this Army of Darkness stream off the ground. So, soon. Yeah, we're just waiting on... TM. We're waiting on some other stuff to wrap up. But, but yeah. then... Then... <laughs> yes, the Army of Darkness stream will begin. It'll be a good time. Excellent. And M, where can we find you? What do you do? Hi, I'm M. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at McBoots42. I am a game designer now, officially for realsies. And uh, you can see what I'm up to on Twitter. Um, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. And Sir Heck, where can we find you? Yeah, hey everybody. Um, you can find me on all of the social medias at Sir Heckalot, including Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere. Just find me. It's the best place to figure out where I'll be in the TTRPG space next. Um, because I have an itch page. Um, I'm over on Neon Lights Roleplay a whole lot now. Um, I am an Oathorn Odyssey of Dragon Lords over there. Um, I'm in a Frostmaiden campaign over there. And soon we will be starting a Rogue 2E campaign over there that I'm very excited about. Wow. Um, we're gonna like, have some tarot add ons for it. And it's, oh, it's gonna be so cool. I'm so excited. Um, but uh, other than that, you can find me in a Tyranny of Dragons uh, campaign over on Dat Magic Juice's channel. Um, we'll be starting something over on ESB TTRPG um, on Thursdays as well. Um, Man, <laughs> you are very everywhere. I'm everywhere. Wow. Like, um, and sometimes I pop up around Lost Caravan RPG, so just kind of check them all out. Um, I'm in a whole lot of places. <laughs> Incredible. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the indoor adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash indoor adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Saturday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Or if you'd like to see more of me somewhere else, you can also check me out on LB Hack'em'Up's Twitch uh, Twitch channel on Sundays for a Monster of the Week game that is also going to be possibly wrapping up soon. But don't worry... Because I'm still planning on another Sunday night thing here in the future. So pay attention to that. But with that in mind, I would like to say 
Thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for tonight's session. Thank you to Lex for running an absolutely fantastic game. Thank you to these players for putting up with our bullshit. And of course, uh, we'll see all of you guys next time. But for now, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions for myself or any of these other fine folk, feel free to join us at patreon.com slash indooradventures, where we will do our best to respond to those questions in kind. The best way to ask us those questions, of course, is going to be to join us on Discord at discord.com slash, or I don't know, slash gobbledygook. It's in the sidebar or in the description of this Twitch chat down below. Bye, everybody! <laughs>